What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hi, my name's uh, Steve Tobolt. I'm one of the three owners of Thunder Seed. I just feel that growing it on my farm first before selling it is probably the best way of being a seedsman. Well, my name is Paul Adams. So actually I've been involved with Thunder Seed since I was about 19 years old. I'm Brian Peterman. I'm a third generation farmer on Peterman Seeds. We're farmers, so we know what the farmer expects. Trust the Seed Farmers Trust. First in the field, Thunder Seed. Former Broncos coach Nathaniel Hackett already looking for his next opportunity. ESPN reports Hackett is interviewing with the Jets today to be their next offensive coordinator. Speaking of ex-Denver head coaches, NFL media reports Vic Fangio is interviewing for the Falcons defensive coordinator opening. Also from NFL media, the Patriots requested an interview with Vikings receivers coach Keenan McCardell to be their next OC. Today, New England is interviewing their tight ends coach Nick Cayley for the position. In baseball, reports say the Red Sox are signing veteran outfielder Adam Duvall to a one-year $7 million contract, and the Mets and outfielder Tommy Pham are finalizing a one-year $6 million deal. In college football, former LSU quarterback Walker Howard announced he's transferring to Ole Miss. Finally, at the Australian Open, defending champ and number one seed Rafa Nadal out in the second round, falling in straight sets to American Mackenzie McDonald. I'm Nick Cope. Got the insiders. How you play today from this moment on is how you will be remembered. That's what living is. That's right. The six inches in front of your face. Bringing you what you need to know and a whole lot more. Topics you care about, guests you know, and the conversations you came to hear. The Insiders are presented by Proceed. Need seed? Think Proceed. This is your time. Now go out there and take it. Oh, now, here are the Insiders. The Insiders. The Insiders. The Insiders. Insiders. Rob Hip and Andy Rickoff. Welcome in to a Wednesday edition of the Insiders. Rob Pip here. Andy is actually on the road with women's basketball. Micah Bendy decided he was going to stay here. Thank you, Micah, for being in today. Appreciate you. I thought you were going to leave, too. And I'm not Shaggy P anymore. Yeah, Shaggy P. You're That's welcome. right. Congratulations. I was going to bring out the dog clippers tomorrow if you didn't shave your hair so or, or get a haircut. So you're looking good, man. I'm, I'm looking a lot sharper here today. Awesome. And I don't, I don't have my... What do they call it? The uh, you got to have like a cosmetology license to cut hair. I don't have a, a license. I don't know how it is in North Dakota. So good to see you. you're looking good. You're looking 
you're looking, you know, more professional like. It's it's I was that uh that tough uh that tough loss on Sunday for the Vikings that did it to me, but now I'm recovering. That's right. The new hair follicles are bringing on a new season for one other than Micah Bindi. And hey, I just wanted to delay this intro cuz it's been a little bit. But can we please welcome in Bison great Cole Jurek here with me today. Cole, good to have you. It's always good to be here. I'm excited to have a good show with you and talk a little bit about uh, Bison football, all the things going on, and hopefully stay away from the purple and gold topic as much as possible this week. Yeah, well, we are <laughs> going to bring that up. I had it on first segment. We're not going to do it here I on know, the first, I know. but we do have to bring it up. We've got a great show lined up, though, today, and Cole, appreciate you being here. I know you're busy this time of the season, too. You know, we, we, Just because we wrapped up football, you do a great job as the analyst on the sideline or is our sideline reporter. I appreciate that. Analyst as well. Might as well be. Uh, but you're also in the real estate business. I, I just wanted to ask you, let our listeners, how's the market been? Uh, it's actually getting a lot better. Uh, interest rates are starting to come down a little bit. House prices have come down a little bit. Um, it, it's usually pretty slow from about Thanksgiving to past the New Year. Nobody wants to move in the middle of winter. As you found, it's not very fun uh, with the winter weather. Now that we're getting past the New Year, people can see spring on the horizon. The market's picking back up, so I'm excited about that. Some good New Year's resolutions. So, yeah, it's uh, it's it's good that those things are happening and Nicole, as always, appreciate you being here, man. Uh, great show lined up today, and, and not boasting about the lineup, but I am because we have a lot of really wonderful people that will join us. Tameric Williams, running back for NDSU, is actually going to join us in studio. So I'm excited to have him in here today. We'll talk about the season and, and just talk about his future and what that looks like as he continues his journey here. And, uh, of course, he's a Cowboys fan, mm-hmm. so we're going to talk a little bit of Cowboys, get his thoughts on that, how that matchup's going to look as well. So T-Mac will be joining us coming up at 1130. Chris Vanini, the senior Ryder with The Athletic. He will be joining us on the Epic Company's hotline. We'll talk to Chris. Uh, wrote a very good article with the NDSU-SDSU National Championship game. So we'll get his thoughts on that ball game, kind of what the future looks like for both of these programs. Dr. Dave Cook will join us, NDSU president. Uh, we'll kind of look at how that first year has been for him. I, it's so great to have leadership from the top down. I've, I've always mentioned excellence, but from the top down, your, your president's involved at He's, it seems like he's everywhere. You've had a chance to get <laughs> yes. to know Dave as well. Yeah, he's everywhere for sure. He's been at all the Bison football games, obviously on the sideline. I had an opportunity to meet him earlier this year and have conversation with him throughout the season and, and, and traveling on trips and get to know him. He, he's a great, great human. His, his wife's an awesome person as well, and he's going to do great things for this university. I think they made a f- fantastic hire in him. Yeah, I had a chance to, to sit down next to Dr. Cook at Arizona. We were eating a dinner that evening, and and he was just telling me about his journey, how he got here, what he's enjoying about. Of course, was at Kansas for for a while, and the thing that I noticed right away was he was on his phone looking at the scores and and everything going on around athletics. We were talking football, but then he was also keeping up with that wrestling match versus Nebraska. And when NDSU had the upset there, I mean, he was like, "Yes, here we go!" And it's it's just cool to see that from your president. Oh, 100 percent. Obviously, your president he's got to worry about so many different things. But maybe I'm slightly biased, but I love a president that that worries about athletics for for sure. And obviously, NDSU has has great athletics all the way through. And I think at this university, you have to have a president that cares obviously about academics and, and that side of things, but cares about developing sports, developing the team, developing the athletes. Because I think that's helped helps grow the university and gets more people interested in coming here. Yeah. So we'll we'll talk to him. We'll get updates about what's going on with athletics, what the future looks like, NDSU enrollment, all those great things that are happening around campus and and put it kind of wrap it up in an athletic perspective as well to keep it sports related. But we do want to know what's going on uh, with NDSU. Also, poll of the day coming up. Micah Benny will have that in the second segment. We'll talk about what that looks like. NFL playoffs, we'll continue that discussion. There's just so much going on. Maybe even some MLB expansion. What could that look like? We'll, 
We'll discuss that a little bit. I get a newsletter update every single morning from The Athletic. It's called The Pulse, and they had some interesting articles in there about that, so we'll bring that up as well. But right before we came on, about an hour ago, there was some news that was broke there. Jeff Kolpak put it out first on Inforum that we know now, and this, again, according to Jeff Kolpak in the article that he released about an hour ago on Inform, that Bison defensive backs Courtney Eubanks and Dom Jones uh, have entered the transfer portal is now, or entering that transfer portal now. And those are two solid guys. You know, that portal's there, and, and you, hate to, you hate to lose guys, Cole, because we know the impact that Courtney Eubanks has made this season. Dom Jones was kind of one of those up-and-coming rising stars for this Bison football program as well. But the portal's there. It happens. Uh, you got to embrace it, but you also have to find ways to, uh, to, to celebrate the success of these young men, but you just hate to see them leave. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough to see guys leave, and, and, and they leave for a different different reason. Some guys think, hey, maybe a different university is a better fit for me. Maybe there's stuff going on home they want to get closer to home for. Or, hey, maybe NDSU is not for you, and, and NDSU isn't for everybody. It's it's a hard-nosed football program that, that gets after guys, and it's it's not easy day in, day out. And, and that's why this program has a ton of success, and, and, and that's what makes it difficult for players to last four or five with, with the COVID year, six years at, at this university. And um, guys, guys have always quit. Guys have always moved on. Guys have always went to different places. Now I think it's just publicized more with, with the transfer portal. And yeah, we're maybe seeing uh, some more higher end players leave that we didn't see in, in other situations. But there was always attrition year in, year out. But now I think it, it just hits the media a little bit more. But to lose two guys like Dom Jones and, and, and according to Eubanks, it's, it's tough. I think Dom was, was suspected or expected to have a pretty big year in, in the safety position and step up and fill a big role for two big guys leaving. And Courtney filled in, um, I, I think, in this year, stepped up into a huge role. And, yeah, as a um, starter. As a starter, 55 tackles and an interception this year. I think he had a pretty solid year. I, I just don't know um, – what 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 their motives are behind it? I don't know if they're if they're hey we want F- FBS you know we want to go to FBS we want to go to a bigger university or we want to have a better shot at the pros. I don't think you have a better shot of going to the pros by 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 leaving NDSU by any means. Maybe it's NIL money they're trying to chase some some dollars or something like that. But I guess we'll we'll maybe find out down the road or see where they end up. But uh, I was a little surprised by it because I don't think they're able to get into spring ball now. Um, so that they're going to have a whole semester off from football just to train, I guess, because they're not allowed. I believe they're not allowed in their football programs because they're not enrolled in the universities yet. Yeah, and that's uh, it's tough. You know, you wish those young men the best, uh, and and definitely, and I and I just encourage Bison Nation this. You know, social media don't don't attack people. You mm-hmm. don't know what's going on. Uh, you you don't really realize sometimes. You know, it's it's young it's young men. It's it's young people, and they're they have challenges that they face. And, and I think the best thing that you can do is. It's just wish them well, and mm-hmm. you know what? It's about us. It's about Bison football. It's about the program, and that's what the focus has to be. And so I just wanted to encourage you today. I know that some folks get frustrated when they see this, uh, but just remember these are young men, and you don't know what they're going through, what they're facing. And, and again, it all goes back to it's, it's about us. It's about Bison football, and, and this team will continue to move forward. They're going to do great things. Coach Inch and his staff, they do a phenomenal job, and that leadership starts from the top down. Uh, we know what Matt Larson can do. We had him in here just a, a few days ago, talking about all the success that NDSU continues to have. They do a phenomenal job on the staff side of, of just finding the right guys and, and finding guys that want to be there, that want to play. And sometimes things happen and people move on, and that's what's going to happen. But I have no doubt that there's going to be other young men that will step up. And, again, Bison Nation has nothing to worry about. There's a lot of great things in the pipeline at NDSU. You've been around the program for a long time. You've played in the program. You know that firsthand, Cole. A hundred percent. Hey, the transfer portal goes both ways. Like we, we, we will probably have to go hit the transfer portal. There's what's seven scholarships that opened up for, for NDSU by guys hitting the transfer portal in the last year. 
well, NDSU is going to take those scholarships and go find other players. Like there are other players that will come into this university. NDSU is going to have to find a way probably to add a safety or add a corner, add a DB in some capacity, probably want to add maybe another defensive lineman, maybe add another offensive weapon. Like the, the transfer portal does go both ways. NDSU will use it to their advantage as well to go find players like Braden Thomas, for example, who's with the Los Angeles Rams right now. A, Transfer portal. Like, we, we got him for two years. Like, yeah, pe- people hate when our players leave, but they love when they come in, you know, and it's going to work both ways. NDSU coaches, coaching staff will find ways to get the guys that want to be here. Kind of reading some of this quote for quote, because I want to make sure that, you know, Jeff gets the credit there, Jeff Kolpak on Inform. But uh, he had mentioned in his article that, that sources indicated to him that Dom Jones left the team with the hope of finding an FBS destination. Again, that was sources telling the forum. This is just reading it, par- par- excuse me, paraphrase here. And then Eubanks, of course, playing as a true freshman in the spring 21 season, started all 15 games that following fall. He was six on the team in tackles. As you mentioned earlier, had 55 in the interception, uh, a first of his career this season. He'll have two seasons of eligibility left. And then Dom Jones, uh, who who really you know came in as a backup but developed into that contributor for this team, uh, mainly in those passing situations that you had mentioned as well and, and, and just being involved. 36 tackles for him. He recovered a fumble. He'll also have two years of eligibility remaining. As well, we know that Marcus Siegel, of course, went into the portal. Uh, he did land a job and committed to K-State uh, after leaving NDSU before the FCS playoffs. You know, just one more point on that transfer portal. I mean, the NCAA seems like that they're they're starting to discuss some changes and and, mm-hmm. and what they want to see happen. I mean, one thing that I would love to see happen is don't allow that to happen until after the national championship because, you know, you, you want to see your guys that have committed to play with your team play all the way through. And I think that's one thing. And I know it, it depends on spring schedule and all that, but for me, and let me step back and be a fan for a minute, the portal's there. It's not going anywhere. You have to start figuring out ways to kind of remove some wrinkles. You launch something, then you have to tweak it. It's hard to go back when you left the door wide open, yep. <laughs> but you have to start closing some doors. You have to. But I think you wait until after the national championship for those doors to open up for these guys, and that's just better for everyone all around. It keeps the continuity with the program, keeps, keeps guys focused, and then it gives them time after a, after a national championship season. It doesn't matter. I'm not talking about your team going to the national championship. I'm talking about the whole landscape. Don't allow anybody to move out until after that game is played. Yeah, I think it's tough when you look at it that way at the same time, though, because you look at, okay, by, by January, 99% of the FCS is done playing and 99% of the FBS is done playing. Really, by, by the end of November, over half of college football teams are no longer playing games, and you know, and, and guys are looking to, hey, if I, if I want to make a move, I got to make a move now, type situation, and that's that's the hard part. It's always going to be the majority that probably wins in those situations, and some of the programs like NDSU are, are going to get hurt. I mean, every I think every single team that was in the FCS playoffs this year lost somebody to the portal at some point during the playoffs, and that sucks. It, it, it does. But those guys have to. If, as soon as the portal door opens, they got to leave immediately because they got to take that opportunity to go find that next that next home. If they don't leave right now, then all of a sudden, hey, we uh, we, we already took the safety that, that that maybe had the scholarship for you, or you're left behind. They they might have wanted you more than the other guy, but they already offered him because they weren't sure if you were coming out or not. So yeah, if you if you move the whole thing back, you could possibly do it. But the guys have to be enrolled in school in the spring to participate in spring football. So that's so also now your window is all of a sudden maybe a week before. FCS championships over and all of a sudden now now the transfer portal's over or open so I think it, it's not quite enough time I, I don't know what they're going to do to really 
rectify things. I, I don't know if they even care at, at some points. The NCAA seems to not care about certain situations. They'll make some adjustments, but I, I don't think anything big is, is going to happen at any point soon. I have to suspect, too, and, and I just think of it, especially when I was younger, and, and even now. I mean, sometimes we make decisions. We go to sleep one mm-hmm. night thinking something, and then we wake up the next morning for whatever reason thinking something totally different. And there's been situations where I didn't, quote-unquote, sleep on it. You know, I've rushed into business deals yep. back in the day because I have an entrepreneurial spirit. So, you know, I woke up with an idea of, hey, I'm going to launch this. And I mean, by three o'clock that afternoon, I had the DBA filed and the company going. And then, you know, four months later, I said, wait a minute, this isn't really what I should be doing because I didn't sleep on it. But you can't sleep too long. I think you bring up a valid point because when does the spring enrollment start? You have to have that done by by yeah. what date? I mean, Monday after the national championship, NDSU is starting class. Yeah, so, so you, it, it happens that quick. It, it happens that quick. So that, that that's the tough part about it, and it, it's tough. And and I know for a fact, multiple guys that have hit the portal from NDSU have called back and said, "I made a mistake. So maybe, I want to come back." But, so maybe what happens then is you, and I think the NCAA is looking at this. Maybe you have the restriction of like, okay, if you do that, then you you go back to where you just don't you got to sit. Mm-hmm. And I think that would if if you have that mentality of like, okay, I've got to sit. And again, I'm not an expert on this. I'm learning more from you just chatting right now, but. I think if you sit there and say, okay, well, you're not going to play or you hold them back from from half the season, I think that that would change a lot of decisions saying like, hey, I'm going to jump into this, but wait a minute, now I can't play for 10 games. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe there's a restriction you put in there that way and see if that will work. I think that that would hold some guys back. Yeah, and I think the tough part about that is and maybe you make a rule if your coach leaves, you can leave type situation. It's a lot of guys that, hey, the coach recruited me. The guy that, that was coaching me for the last three years is now gone. I don't know this new coaching staff. They don't, they don't want me here anymore. I'm going to go find a new place. So there, there, there's so many different factors that go into it one way or the other. And, and, and now the NAL money is, is, is a huge factor that goes into it. It's like, hey, you're at, you're at MSUM right now. It's like, hey, want to, come to, want to come to Minnesota? We'll give, you, we'll give you 10 grand. You know, it's like, oh, well, I'll go take 10 grand in a scholarship to go play there. And, and it's almost becoming free agency for some of these big-time programs to go steal guys uh, from other universities. And uh, if Trey Lance was, was still at an FCS last year, that guy would have been offered a million dollars to go play football somewhere. Sure. Like, it, it would have been insane what, what, if, if he – because he was supposed to be at NDSU's quarterback, fifth-year senior last year on this roster. If, if he's still around, there's no way that some program goes, hey, here's a, here's a million-dollar check. Come, come, come play for our university. And, and that's – that's the point with a transfer portal that's got, in my opinion, got to get fixed. You can't be bribing players to jump, jump programs, jump ships. That's that's where I kind of see the issue as the as the bigger part. If it if you don't think you fit the university, if you've been there for two three years and it's just not what you thought it was going to be, and you want to leave, that that's one thing. But like, hey, some other schools gonna pay you fifty grand to leave the school you're at to go somewhere else. That that kind of goes against college athletics, in my opinion. Cole Jerk would have been offered two point five, Micah. As well as he's, I and, can tell he's a little bit jumps, upset over pubs, there. tokens. Yeah, and the and the and the tokens. So, well, hey, it's been good on. On this first segment, I want to remind you, you can chime in as well. You can text us. The Epic Company's phone line is open, 701-476-1660. That number, again, is always 701-476-1660. On the Epic Company's hotline, the air is premier real estate investing and development firm online at epiccompanies.com. The Insiders is always brought to you by our friends at Proceed. If you need seed, think Proceed online at Proceed.net. We'll step aside, take a break. A lot more to go here on The Insiders. This is the Insiders on your home for NDSU sports. Bison 1660. 
I think what makes ProSeed win is we're different than the other companies in many ways with our programming, our simplicity, our non-corporate attitudes, and our personal relationship building. What ProSeed is we bring back the old-fashioned seed buying experience. We're true seedsmen. We care about everything from the sale to the planting to, to following up afterwards. That's what we're all about is just trying to bring that experience back to a personal level. Need seed? Think ProSeed. ProSeed.net, great seed at a reasonable price. When it's time to make your next move, turn to Todd Kettermiss with Beyond Realty to put the full court press on your home search. Whether you're looking for a quiet home in the suburbs or something downtown, let Todd Kettermiss run the point for you in the search for your dream home. Call Todd Kettermiss with Beyond Realty today or visit him at 4832 Amber Valley Parkway in Fargo. Todd is a proud partner and the preferred realtor of NDSU Athletics. Todd Kettermiss with Beyond Realty. Moving the herd one home at a time. Experience is what builds the future of glass at Cardinal IG in Fargo. Cardinal IG is leading the industry in the development of superior glass for the residential window industry. Their highly motivated and talented employees design and manufacture the best glass in the industry. This January, Cardinal IG would like to say thank you to Araz Khalid, who is celebrating 10 years, and to Cyril Dermian and Teresa Arap, who are celebrating their first year at Cardinal IG. To view open positions or to apply, visit CardinalFargo.com. Starting a New Year's resolution and not following up is silly. Going to North Dakota's only smart e-gym is smart and easy to follow through. When starting a new gym, start one that is so smart that knows exactly how much you lift, how long you lift for, and how many reps you do. Your full body workout is complete in 22 minutes. Our e-gym at Apex in South Fargo takes the guesswork out of working out and makes a daily workout a no-brainer. Try it today for the best workout of your life. For more, visit apexptwellness.com. Turn up the heat with the bowl of brisket chili or green chili chicken soup to celebrate National Soup Month at Twin Peaks. And no one does happy hour like Twin Peaks. Whatever your preference, we have everything from tequila cocktails and an extensive bourbon category to top shelf spirits and cocktails served over ice balls. Local craft beers and handcrafted whiskey cocktails round out an adventurous drink menu second to none. And don't forget about our 29 degree man size drafts. Twin Peaks eats, drinks, scenic views. Keeping a home clean with kids who play hockey, the dog, cat, it can be a real challenge. You just never know what is going to be next. And trust me, there will be a next. The stomatic specialists are trained to remove contaminants and dirt that are lodged deep in the fibers of your carpet. When we are done, your home will feel and smell like brand new. We even clean the drapes, upholstery, and air ducts. For a free home estimate, call Stematic today. Gearing up for another season of Bison football? We've got you covered each and every day on The Insiders on Bison 1660. Welcome back at it here on The Insiders. It's Wednesday. Michael, what does that mean on a Wednesday? Hump day. Hump day. Hump, hump, hump. Cole Jerk, what day is it? Hump day. T-Mac, what day is it? Hump day. Uh-oh, we didn't have T-Mac on yet. T-Mac. Do we have T-Mac? Yo. Yo. T-Mac, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, I'm there here. it is. The light didn't the come light on, didn't man. Come on. Man, you don't see the light. What day is it, T-Mac? Hump day. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, we're getting everybody excited here. Welcome back into the Insiders. Rob Hip, Cole Jerk, Micah Ben. Man, the house is full. And, and NDSU running back to Merrick Williams joining us here in studio. Appreciate everybody being a part of the show as always here today. As uh, we continue on, man, we are rocking and rolling, flying high here on a Wednesday. So, Merrick, how you doing, man? 
Doing good, man. How you doing, Rob? I'm doing great. I was uh, chatting with you, I think, when I first got here. We mm-hmm. connected right away because both Texas guys. By the way, painting the picture for those of you not on the horse cam, Tameric Williams is wearing his Dallas Cowboys beanie. And you had to be excited the other night with Dallas, my friend. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Dallas, I like I like the offense, man. It looked real fluid. Dak look, I feel like when Dak gets real comfortable in the pocket, I mean, he's a different quarterback. We know earlier in the season something happened that there's a lot of folks that are listening to the show will not like this. There's two people in the studio besides you and me right now that will not like this. Micah cut his mic. And the (laughs) light is still on on my microphone. There was a Dallas Cowboys-Minnesota Vikings game that occurred. Andy said that it was positioned for the Vikings. They they were going to lose that one. They they had to lose it. They were smart about it. They lost it on purpose. Definitely not true. The Cowboys just overpowered. And not only beat the Vikings, but thromped the Vikings. Were you watching that game, and what did you think, T-Mac? I did. I did. I was watching that game, and uh, I just seen pure dominance. Um from, from Dallas's standpoint. What was that, that again, that last part you said? Pure dominance. Over who? Over the Vikings. Okay, okay. Congrats on your first playoff win in like 35 years, guys. It was 30, 30 years. Yeah. Well, you know <laughs> what's the difference? Team wasn't even alive last yeah. time they won a playoff game. Yeah, yeah what year were you nice. born, Tameric? Uh, 1999. Oh, man, so you don't even remember the glory years. Oh, no, no, I don't. All My right. whole family's been Cowboys fans, so that's it kind of just gelled off on me, so that's how I am. Okay. Favorite Cowboys story besides that victory over Minnesota? <laughs> Honestly, probably I want to say whenever they, whenever Ramo and uh and Demarco Murray and Dez they all took that team to 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 Green Bay and Lambeau, which by that the was way, a Dez, catch. Dez did catch him. He <laughs> that did catch, catch that. That's probably the most memorable memory for me, just because at the time Demarco Murray was probably one of my favorite running backs, and then he played for Dallas too. So it's, a, it's good memories, man, and 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 I'm sure you know you grew up in Angleton. We need to we need to kind of paint this picture as well, because you and I are both from the Lone Star State. High school football is huge, and that's not just a cliche. I know folks here will say, well, it's huge here too, but Texas is a whole other level. you got schools like Allen that are paying tens of millions of dollars for football facilities. The high school that, that we had in my hometown, north of Austin in Georgetown, they invested a lot in their program. And their stadium, they use it for the state soccer tournament. Beautiful facility. Mm-hmm. And, and they didn't put anywhere close to what Allen put into theirs up in the, in the north Texas yeah. area. You know that, though. Being in the area, Angleton – all that area, big football powerhouse throughout the Lone Star State. What was that like for you as a, as a high school athlete, just playing football in the state of Texas at the high school level? What are some of your favorite memories? Man, for me, uh, obviously just going out on Saturday and being able to compete against some 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 high-level guys. I mean, a lot of people don't know this, but with me playing at Angleton, I want to say I didn't get on varsity so maybe, maybe my junior and senior year, but I didn't play much my junior year, but I remember – I remember us playing against Richmond Foster, which a lot of people don't know. Um, C.D. Lamb is from Richmond Foster. So I got a chance to to witness him before he came who he is now. Um, great player, by the way, great player. But, uh, yeah, now Angleton is a is a powerhouse. Um, always looking to go fourth round or more every year. Um, my experience, my senior year, just being there. The most memorable memory for me was being able to, to play in Reliance Stadium twice um, in the fourth round and the fifth round. Obviously, we lost in the fifth round. A lot of people know that. That's from Angleton. We lost in the fifth round. Um, but just being able to play there. I'm not a big Houston Texans fan, but I do love the stadium. Um, so having the opportunity to play there, I had a 75-yarder there. So it was it was real memorable for me. It's funny you mentioned relying because it's NRG now. So mm-hmm. you're mm-hmm. dating yourself a little bit now. <laughs> yeah. You're getting older, man. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I am I'm. get reminded every day by uh, by Coach Bashorna. If he's listening, he's always joking with me saying, how, how old are you, 25? Like, <laughs> 
I'm 23, but he 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 always gives me a tough time with that. But uh, yeah, no, I know I'm getting noticed. You never played any pickup baseball games in the in the Astrodome, though. That was oh no, no, no. Is that thing still standing? It's still there, man. Oh, it's still man. there, yeah. So what what class were you guys like uh, for, for like Texas football? For a lot of people probably aren't familiar with the there's like 13 different classes in, in Texas. Yeah, yeah. So my so Anglican was 5A. Um, I know okay. Alan, we all one or two because there was five A or did they have that then? I don't. I don't think they had that. Now they have. So they have. Yeah, they, they have five A yeah. one and two now because yeah. okay. they got no. And they have six A yep. one and two. It's yep. huge. Yep. It's because it's just because the landscape of, of Texas is, is so many people moving down to Texas. Mm-hmm. Everybody's coming to south to South States, man. And, and even my high school now. I mean, they're they're looking to probably go up to six A here pretty soon because the school is just getting so big. I mean, my 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 graduating class was I want to say six hundred kids, six hundred plus. That's big. Well, so, so like the facilities you guys played in, like week in, week out, you're talking like college level stadiums, like yeah, every week. Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, like that's yeah. that's crazy. <laughs> like, so you also you you went down to like Indiana State, and you're like, oh, is this this is college? Yeah, like, no, this is yeah, facts, <laughs> facts. Like, I mean, playing at this stadium was it definitely. I mean, I was like, man, man, my high my my home high school stadium is bigger than theirs, but oh, ninth but, grade teams probably yeah. got a nicer field to play yeah, on. Than yes, those sir. Guys. Yes, sir. I will say yeah, this though, you know, and and. In Texas, you don't need domes. I mean, they have them, of course. You you just mentioned Reliant, which is NRG Stadium now. We know about AT&T Stadium where the Cowboys – Cowboys, where they play, our team, Sorry. that beat the Vikings earlier this season. But you don't need to worry about having too many domes, especially at the high school level, because the weather, you don't have to worry about all the snow and all that. But I will say this, and, and you can agree to this, T-Mac, I know you will. There's nothing like playing in that Fargo Dome. On oh, a yeah. Saturday, oh, yeah. unbelievable nothing like noise. Mm-hmm. Nothing like it. Nothing like it, man. The energy that they bring um, is is unbelievable, and I feel like us as players, we feed off of that, man. We feed off of that, and and it's it's it's. I mean, sometimes I just got to take a moment and and just and like whenever I'm on the sideline watching defense go out there and do what it do, um, the crowd bringing the noise is just it's just remarkable, man. And to see that so many people in this area stand behind the team like us is it's a blessing for sure. Well, Tamaric Williams running back with NDSU joining us in studio. No, Cole's got some more questions too. We've got to step aside, take a break. We'll get to that. We've got plenty of time here with T-Mac today. We are live from the Thurlton Ethanol Broadcast Studio. Thurlton Ethanol, one of the nation's largest ethanol facilities. This 175 million gallon per year ethanol plant located just west of Castleton. Can fuel your future by joining the growing team. View open positions at ThurltonEthanol.com. We'll step aside. We'll take a break. A lot more coming here. And T-Mac will stay with us. It's the Mack Truck in studio here on The Insiders. You've got The Insiders on your Bison Nation station. Bison 1660. It's a new year and a great time to remind you that you should have two routine dental visits a year. The best way to stop dental issues is to detect them early or stop them from happening in the first place. It's Amanda, and I smile with confidence because of the team at About Smiles Dental. They've been caring for my family's smiles for years. At About Smiles Dental, their name says it all. Your smile is their top priority. Plan ahead and call now to book your appointments. We love the team at About Smiles Dental, and you will too. NDSC Safety and Health Conference features keynote speaker 1980 Miracle on Ice goalie Jim Craig. Nearly 100 breakout sessions in person or live streamed February 21st through the 24th. Register now at NDSC.org. 
Comfort Kane, wake up. I don't want to, Night Knight. You must. The Knights of the Round Mattress have assembled to address the foreign mattress invaders. Yes, box beds and foam mattresses have infected the kingdom, causing poor sleep for too many of our citizens. They've been tricked into buying beds without even laying on them. It's madness. If only they knew that Honorable Comfort King makes the world's best mattress and comes with a soft spot warranty and a lifetime comfort guarantee. Comfort Kane Mattress Factory for queens and kings. And peasants too. I spent all my money on presents and my bills are stacking up. How about a hangover? No worries. Use the bit sales and pawn as your cure. Cash, baby. Use the bit loans, money on anything of value and does payday loans too. It's quick, easy, and cash is available immediately. Call or stop by one of their two Fargo locations. Are you an electrician? Are you looking for a change? JDP Electric is looking for commercial, industrial, and service electricians. JDP is looking for both journeyman and apprentice electricians. You could start your career today with a family-owned and operated business who's been serving our community for over 20 years. Full-time positions available with great pay and benefits. Call 701-232-1991 or email info at jdpelectric.net. Start your new tomorrow today. Come be a part of the JDP difference. Hi, I'm Grant Nelson, NDSU Bison basketball player. Whether it's playing basketball or driving in my car, I want to do everything to the best of my ability, on the court and off the court. So when I'm in the car, I up my game with the Drive for Less program from Nodak Insurance. I could save up to 30% on my premium just for driving safely. To me, that's a slam dunk. Download the Nodak Insurance app today. Here's your Red River Valley weather update on Bison 1660. It's been a cold and cloudy Wednesday with highs in the mid to upper teens. Overnight, cloudy conditions remain with a low around 15 degrees. North winds 7 to 10 miles per hour. And on Thursday, cloudy and a little warmer with a high near 18. This weather update brought to you by Heartland Trust Company, helping guide families and businesses to make the most of their financial future and always putting their clients' needs first. Visit them online at heartlandtrust.com. Whether it's the FCS, NFL, or productivity at work, we have you covered. That man is playing Galaga. Thought we wouldn't notice, but we did. It's the Insiders on Bison 1660. 1130, a little bit after here on the Insiders. Thanks for joining us, Rob Hip. Bison great, Cole Jerk. Excellent producer, Micah Bendy. Bison above average. <laughs> Bison above average. <laughs> And uh, current NDSU running back to Merrick Williams joining us in the house. You know what I forgot, Micah, in the beginning of that last segment? First time guest here in studio. We got a special treat for T-Mac. Gonged him, and it's never too late for the gong. We were discussing in that break. We missed the gong at the beginning. Should we play it? Micah goes, hey, man, it's our show. We can do whatever we want. Yep. And I didn't want to take that away from Tameric. You just can't – you cannot be – a new guy on the show. Yeah, that'd be rude, T-Mac. <laughs> we had to gong you, man. I appreciate that. I do. Yeah, it's just all about the Cowboys fan love and going back to the Lone Star State, so we don't want to leave you out, man. But uh been a fun one so far. T-Mac's going to join us for another couple of segments here. We will have our poll of the day in just a few moments, but let's head over to the Epic Company's hotline as John in West Fargo joining us. And, uh, John, what do you have for us today, my friend? Hey, great, uh, great interview there with Tameric. Uh, Tameric, you're just a ton of fun to watch. Uh, you get the ball, and you mean business. And you plow over guys. Uh, you're a lot of fun to watch. Um, my question to you is, you spent a lot of time in football. As you reflect on it, and I think you got a year left, um, but as you reflect on it, what life lessons 
did you learn or are you learning from the game of football? And uh, one question for Rob is, like you to talk a little bit more on the mixture of horseradish and uh, sour cream for a steak. <laughs> All right, we'll do I'll it. I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> All right, John. Well, T-Mac, you can take that yeah. one away at the beginning, my friend. All right, John, appreciate you calling. Um, first off, I do have an extra year, and I am planning to stay for my sixth year. Um, the biggest lesson I've learned uh, is just being resilient. Um, you know, a lot of things in your life, you know, it won't always go your way. So you just got to learn to just take it one day at a time and uh, – just focus on the small details, man, whether that be, you know, and also just being able to appreciate the the blessings in life, man. Like, man, everything, everything, I feel like a lot of people can take a lot of stuff for granted when it comes to life in general. And I just feel like you got to learn to appreciate those things and just take small steps at a time. So. No, definitely. Uh, so a question for you is um, obviously the transfer portal has been, been a huge question. You you came to NDSU through 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 the transfer process. What drew you to NDSU? And then kind of a two part question: What led you to wanting to stay around for the the, the entire career and, and and come back for your sixth year? Um, mostly for me, uh, just you know, knowing what the culture of NDSU is about, um, being able to compete for championships, and also I know I, I would get a chance to play with a lot of high level players here. I, I was already aware of of of, uh, of Trey before he even before he even left, but I knew. I knew what the coaching staff had, had done for the d- developing players, and I wanted to be one of those guys. Um, and then what led me to stay for my sixth year was, man, I got a lot of love for this place, man. Even, <laughs> even, with, me just being, even with me just being here for two years, man. Um, still, I'm not used to the snow yet. I don't think I ever will be. Nope. But I do love the people and the people that's a part of this community, man. It's, it's, it means so much to me, man, and all the support that, we, that, uh, that they bring for the football team. And I just love being here at this place. You guys got a little banged up in that in that running back you you and Kobe uh, at at the end of the year, but you guys were kind of rolling for for a while there. Like, what do you think you guys do well that complements each other that makes it really hard for defenses to kind of defend? Uh, I think I think I kind of like to consider me and Kobe to, to to be the little one two punch a lot like a lot like Dallas in a way with, with yeah. Zeke and Tony Pollard. Um, Kobe is considered a little bit of a slasher. I'm, I'm more the power guy, but I mean I don't I don't like to say power too much because. I think I can do it all, man. I, I think I'm a really balanced back. I think if I get a, a seam to to take a touchdown to the house, I mean, I got just to do that. What was um, that one like? Seventy one in the playoffs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I, got yeah the speed. I got the speed to do it, man. I just, I just think I don't really get a lot of opportunities for that, but I know I probably have a lot more to to showcase that next season for sure. But, team uh, Mac, you know, it, it all starts with those guys up front. And you know this. Yeah. Uh, this entire team, as I've gotten to know y'all over the – and see, it's cool to have you in here because you know all about y'all, and, and we're bringing that to North <laughs> Dakota. So I've already had several people say we like that. So they're starting to spit out the y'alls as well. But, you know, it all it all starts with those guys up front. And getting to know you guys over this past season, everyone on that team is so humble. Uh, no one ever says it's all about me. It's all about the Bison. It's all about team. I wanted to give you an opportunity just to highlight your offensive line and and how much of an impact they've made and and what those guys have done for you as a running back. Man, those guys, those guys mean the world to me. Um, they always tell me, man, they they always have my back to do anything for me. I know those guys will run through a wall for me. Um, I love each and every one of those guys from from past linemen with Cordell and and Cody to you know the future guys that we got now. I mean, Brandon Westberg, Jay Kubis, Jalen Sundell, Gray Zabel. Um, I love those guys, man. I love them, love them to death, man. And I know, I know that every, I know I wouldn't be who I am today. I wouldn't be the back who I am today without those guys at all. So the nickname is Mac Truck. We know, and I always say it on the broadcast, it's like that big eighteen wheeler going down twenty nine. It's cool here in Far. You got two major highways crisscrossing each other, but I usually throw twenty nine out there. It's easier for, it's it's a good reference. Yes, but 
when you think about this game of football and, and growing up back in Texas, and, and we've mentioned this earlier, you know, where did your love for the game start? What really got that going for you, and, and how did you latch on to it? Uh, probably just honestly, play some man. Pop Warner. Yeah, I probably, not really Pop Warner. It was more so just just literally. I wish I would have gotten a Pop Warner. I feel like I would have been, I would have been able to, <laughs> to experience so much more, but. My you would have been a little Mac yeah, truck back then. Yeah, my parents didn't like my parents didn't like all the traveling, which is which is understandable. I mean, they they work they work some some jobs, man. But I appreciate them so much for even giving me the opportunity to go and compete in little league. Um, but the love for football really just started with being able to to just be around my teammates. I mean, I think that's what that's honestly what drew me back here as well. I just I love being around my teammates. Those are my guys, man, and and I love them, man. I know they love me. Do you have uh, – the only coach on, on the staff that was there when I was there was Coach Kramer. Do you have a first meeting with Coach Kramer story or a Coach Kramer story that you can share <laughs> without getting in trouble? Um, <laughs> I wouldn't say – I because, see, the thing about Coach Kramer is, like, he always tells me this. He don't tell me – he hasn't said it recently, but, like, when I first got here, he would always say the number one thing he don't like about me is that I never cause any trouble. Like, I'm never I'm never a troublemaker. Most most you know, most guys, especially transfer, they have a tough time adjusting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, he never has anything to yell he's at like, me for. Give me something. Yeah, he's like, give, he's like, he always told me to give him something. But uh maybe I wanna say when I first committed to NDSU, he gave me a he he called me, didn't know who he was, called me and introduced himself, and he told me the number one thing that that is or he calls it the number one rule that he always says, the golden rule, is we never miss workouts. Mm-hmm. And I mean, since I've been here, um, I honestly have not missed a workout. I don't think I, I don't plan on missing the workout because I ain't trying to get yelled at. I, I mean, we call him the bulldog for a reason, yep. man, but <laughs> I ain't trying to get yelled. He's never get, he's never had a reason to yell at me. Um, I wouldn't really have a Coach Kramer story, but uh, honestly, I'm hoping I really don't. But I have seen him. I have seen him throw a dumbbell across the across the room a couple times before <laughs> at other guys, and I was like, and once I seen that, I was like, yeah, that's not that's not happening to me. So I'm gonna do everything. Everything I can to stay off his toes, man. man One I of could, my favorite things with him is like, it, it's like, hey, we got two feet of snow coming tomorrow. School's canceled. It's like, yeah, we still have five thirty yeah, lift though. Like, lift you, though yeah, yeah. Well, walk through the snow. I'll pick you up if you need yeah. to. Like, don't don't <laughs> miss lift. Like he said, <laughs> it's, lifting's never canceled. Yes, he may be the only guy. And coach, if you're listening, I, I'm just completely joking. I was gonna joke around and say he may be the only guy that doesn't like the new Nodak because he's like, let's just get him out there in two feet of snow and play. Hundred <laughs> yeah, percent. He wants like rusty weights. He wants the old yeah, BSA. Like yeah. he wants the guys outside on the grass. Like man, the I, old school. I love it though. I love it though, man. That old school. That old school. Training style is a lot how, uh, a lot how my trainer back home is. I mean, um, Warren Bryant, coach. Shout out to coach, man. I've been with him, been training with him since 13 years old. But him and Coach Kramer, a lot they have that they have that same that same mentality, man. So I love that. Tamaric Williams, running back, NDSU, joining us. He will be back next year. Excited to see his continued success and and the rest of these buys and young men that we are always so proud of and the hard work that they do. When you when you think of NDSU, I mean, what led you to NDSU all the way from Texas? Because you you know you look at the roster, and Bison Nation knows this. It's a lot of hometown talent from around this area in the Midwest. But you know, you're one of the guys from the Lone Star State. How did that connection happen? I mean, for me, I just took it as an opportunity to 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 be different. I mean, I know in the past they've had some guys that have come from from Texas, the Houston area, pretty much. But uh, I knew I knew what type of running back I am, and I knew I fit this offense. So I mean, that was one of that was the number one thing that stood out for me, and then. Also have an ability to uh, compete for championships as well. So I wanted to be a part of that. I think that's that's important because you look at this program, and I've mentioned it numerous times on this show because it's it's new to me. Bison Nation, not so much, but to me coming in here, there's traditions in every sport. There's traditions in families. There's traditions with friends. The tradition at NDSU, and, and you got to let this settle in. The tradition is going to Frisco and winning a national championship. How many programs can say, that's our tradition. That's what we do. 
it's like it's like eating turkey on Thanksgiving. Yeah. It's like Frisco to national championships for NDSU. Yes, sir, um, it's definitely. I mean, it's definitely different, man. I mean, not a lot of not a lot of teams in the FCS can can say that, man. And, and honestly, to even get to the championship, you know, is is still a, a it's still a, a challenge within itself. Not only just for us, but for everybody else. But you know, to knowing that we that we've been doing it for so long. Um, it just it's a test it's a testament to man the, the dynasty that we have here you, in my opinion. You so. see programs like Incarnate Word and and I mean even when we have to admit it that school to the south man they they want to emulate NDSU. They are the gold standard for how this game is to be played especially at the FCS level. It's a carbon copy now these programs are trying to produce. When you think of a a, a team like Incarnate Word, a lot of adversity there. You guys were able to overcome that adversity, win that ball game. What was that moment like for you and your teammates just on the field? Winning that semifinal game against uh, a team that is a rising star in the FCS, man, that game was that game was really crazy. Um, <laughs> I wish I would have got to play in it, but I mean, yeah. just to be able to sideline. That's why I asked that because you, yeah, yeah, you were there on the sidelines. Definitely, it definitely was. It definitely was awesome to see my teammates overcoming that obstacle. Um, man, big shout out to to UIW, man. Those guys there are a great team. They had a lot of great players. Um, not only on defense but on offense as well, um, and that, that quarterback Lindsey Scott Jr. leading the way for them, man. It's I mean it's honestly it's it's crazy. It was just crazy. I mean I I always kept an eye on UIW because um, I felt like if somebody was gonna come out the south, it was gonna be them. It's gonna it was either gonna be them, or maybe I was thinking maybe southeastern southeastern mm-hmm. Louisiana. I mean I know they were a pretty good squad too, but uh, yeah no that was that was a great UIW UIW team, and for us to overcome that definitely was big for us. Well, we've enjoyed it, Tameric. We're going to have one more segment with you as, as we talk a little bit more and, and kind of move on from that. But uh, are you okay with that? You got yeah. time? Yeah, that's cool. I got time. We'll have T-Mac just for one more segment. It's been enjoyable getting to chat with you, having you here in the studio. We'll step aside, take a break. Keep it tuned in right here to the Insiders. A sports talk station that Bison Nation deserves. Bison 1660. The Bison men's basketball team hosts two big Summit League matchups this weekend. On Thursday, January 19th, the Bison take on Oral Roberts University at 7 p.m. in the Shill Center. The Bison look to knock off the Eagles as the Summit League race heats up. On Saturday, January 21st, the Bison host the Kansas City Roos in a 1 p.m. afternoon contest. The Herd is battling for position in the Summit League and need you to create the home court advantage. For tickets, visit GoBison.com, call 231-NDSU, you or purchase the day of the game. With the rising threat of cybersecurity attacks, you need to ensure your business is fully protected. Data loss, ransomware attacks, and other breaches can disrupt your business and damage your reputation. Consolidated Communications Cloud Secure Service safeguards your business from these attacks by securing your network, data, and applications. We proactively monitor your security to prevent intrusions before they compromise your IT systems while protecting your staff in the office or when working remotely. Visit consolidatedcommunications.com slash cloud secure to protect your business. Feraldson Ethanol, the ethanol plant located in Castleton, is accepting applications for a process operator. Work four days on, four days off, night and day swing shifts. Applicant must have a general understanding of process and operating procedures and a willingness to learn procedures for the ethanol industry. Feraldson Ethanol offers on-the-job training and an excellent benefits program. Email your resume to hr at feraldsonethanol.com or apply in person at 3549 153rd Avenue Southeast in Castleton. 
Hanson Runsvold Funeral Home proudly supports the Bison and appreciates the commitment each student makes to its success. Whether in the arts or other campus activities, these students are our country's future and deserving of our support. Hanson Runsvold is dedicated to helping families look to the future with hope and remember what we do today shapes our memories for tomorrow. Add the Bison experience and live life to the fullest. Hanson Runsvold Funeral Home, an experienced and caring staff with a distinct attention to detail. Quit hitting snooze for the same old thing every single day. Oh, oh no. There's more to life. What about a career in the hottest and most exciting industry in the world? A career at Radio FM Media selling audio, digital, and event marketing is for people that are self-driven, personality plus, multitasker, persistent, have a creative streak, and love the idea of having a career instead of a job. This is a six-figure sales job for highly motivated salespeople. Does this sound like you? Send your resume to Jessica at RadioFMMedia.com. The new year brings new goals. This is Scott Zalonik with Cornerstone Bank. This is a great time to review your ag operation financing for the year. Cornerstone Bank offers an experienced team that you can turn to as you navigate through 2023. We're a locally owned and managed community bank. We've been specializing in ag banking for generations. We find the best financial options for business, ag operations, and your personal needs. Come see us at Cornerstone Bank and go Bison. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. Here for you, for all the Bison football coverage you can handle. These guys do an unbelievable job, and you want to know what's going on in Bison sports? You know, tune in to the Insiders. The Insiders on Bison 1660 and 92.7 FM. Welcome back at it here on the Insiders. Thanks for joining us on Bison 1660. Rob Hip, Cole Jerk, Bison Great. You notice we don't say former anymore. We took that out of the that. vocab. Makes me not feel as old anymore. Now, we'll say... Future Bison great. Tamaric Williams in the house with us today. Appreciate you, T-Mac. Thanks for being here. Yes, sir. Appreciate y'all having me. Appreciate y'all having me. And also, our good friend, Shaggy P, who is no longer Shaggy P. He has a haircut now from Men's Hair Co. Looks good. Nice uh, nice going there, Micah. Great to have your professionalism back here in the studio. And uh, you've thrown out a poll of the day. We were going to get to that earlier. We saved the best for last here with T-Mac. What do you got cooking for us today on that Bison Twitter? Well, there's a uh, heck of a game coming up this weekend. Uh, Cowboys, Niners should be a fun one to watch. Dak Prescott, Brock Purdy are the starting quarterbacks, and we got the poll of the day up. Who will have a better game this weekend, Dak Prescott or Brock Purdy? Right now, it is 77% belief in Brock Purdy having a better game than Dak Prescott. It's up to 82 now. All right, so that is the uh, belief. Is uh, And then we <laughs> knew that. There's uh, so many Cowboy haters in this area, man. We knew that that was going to happen, Micah. We were talking about it earlier. I said a trap. Yeah, you set a trap oh, to, yeah. to Fels. But you know what? One of the cowboy extraordinaires here, not me, is our good friend Tameric Williams. T-Mac, what do you got in this game, man? What are you looking forward to? Uh, mostly for Dallas, man. What do they got to do? Honestly, don't. They're going to try to run the ball. Um, the Niners, does have, they have a great rush defense, but I think Dallas is still going to try to establish that run. Um, I feel like if we can utilize TP, Tony Pollard, and Ezekiel at the same time, efficiently, like we did against the Bucks. I mean, I like that. I like they were splitting. They were splitting Tony Pollard out wide a little bit, having to run some some little slot routes. I like that. I mean, he's he's elusive enough for it for sure. I think if Dak is efficient with his throws, and I think we're efficient with the play calling, Kellen Moore. I think he, if he makes some great play calling, I think Dallas has a shot. I think you hit the nail on the head. For for me, it is it's Dak Prescott. Will he be consistent? Will he be consistent? Because we saw how great he was. In the previous matchup, took care of business. We saw, you know, what he did to get to this point here in the wild card. 
but is he going to be is he going to be consistent? Can or to win the wild card rather? Is he going to be consistent? Can he continue that type of play? That's just kind of the question that's been with Dak. You know, and, and I'll be honest, I didn't support him at first because I was bitter about how Romo left. Mm-hmm. I think Romo, in my opinion, is one of the greatest Dallas Cowboy quarterbacks that there's been. Set all sorts of records. Had a defense that allowed too many points. I think if you had a different defense, they would have had a couple of rings. Oh yeah. And the good news is, you know, that bitterness kind of went away once Tony got into the broadcast booth, and I'm like, now he's one of the greatest analysts that's ever been. So I, I don't have that bitterness towards Dak anymore. Mm-hmm. So you know, we'll see what he what he can do, but it should be a good matchup. I think that Dallas, and and you can throw your analysts in here, your analysis in here because you keep up with them, T-Mac. Mack truck coming down 29, always full force, always got a full load in the back of that trailer, man. Uh, so you can run me over if you need to. But here is what I think. I think that the Cowboys will be victorious, and I think that they will outrun the 49ers. And we'll see. It's going to be up to Pollard. Yeah, no, yeah. Not only Pollard, but I think I think Zeke being able to turn out some tough yards when they need it, I'll, I'll throw him in there too, man. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I love that, that Dak – and I've always been saying this. Dak is a better quarterback when he's able to use his legs. You've seen it when they played against Tampa. He puts a lot of stress on that defense because people, a lot of people forget he can run. They forget he can run. Um, I, but, yeah, Dak uses his legs, man. We run that ball efficiency. That we run that ball efficiently. I think we, we can definitely take down the 49ers. I'm not going to say it's going to be a blowout game, but I do, have, I do have Dallas beating them by either a touchdown or a touchdown on the field goal. Okay. Well, Dak said this, you know, after eliminating the Buccaneers, he said, we got to start, and this, and he's talking about this matchup right after the Bucks were out. He goes, we got, and talking about the 49ers, we got to start fast, knowing the team that they have, the offense that they have, they're on fire. The winning streak is, I guess, the longest in the league right now, 10 games coming in, if I'm not mistaken. It'll be important for us to start fast, get on top of them. I know the pass rushers they've got. He said, I'm confident in the guys that I've got. This group is what we have and we're capable of doing. So it's going to be important for us to have a great week of prep and just get ready for it. I think, yeah, I mean, that's, that's what it comes down to. It's always starting fast. I think the toughest part for the Cowboys in this whole scenario, and the NFL did it to them, and I believe the NFL sort of screwed them, is playing them on Monday night and playing the 49ers on a, on a, on a Saturday. That's an extra two days rest for them and, and and time to prepare for them. Like That's a that's a huge advantage to get bodies right, get bodies healthy. Um, that, that's, a, that's a really unfair advantage. I don't think you can have Monday night football games in the playoffs, but the NFL doesn't care about player safety. They care about making money, and that's why that game got uh, got put on Monday. I think the 49ers are, are really good, but there's still some question marks. They, they almost lost to Jared Stidham and, and, and the Raiders. Like Gino and, and that crew put up some points. They, they moved the ball a little bit. I don't think the Seahawks are even close to the Cowboys' level. Like yeah. If Dak doesn't make a mistake, if Dak doesn't turn the ball over, they they have a good chance to win this game. It's, it's going to be a hostile environment. There's going to be a decent amount of Cowboy fans there, but that that, that stadium, that, that fan base of the 49ers have is, is is pretty rabid themselves. Um, this is probably my the most intriguing game of the weekend. I think the Bengals Bills obviously is very intriguing as well. But any anytime the Cowboys are involved, you get about as many eyes as possible. Um, you either hate them or love them type situation. And I think the Cowboys find a way to win this game and I think we have an NFC East championship with the with the Eagles and the Cowboys out in Philly for the for them to go to the Super Bowl. And the good news is is the Eagles are going to be grounded in that ball game. They're not going to fly high. They're just going to stay. <laughs> they're going to stay in the terminal at the airport cuz I think the Cowboys are going to dominate in that game as well and you know what? We talked about this, T-Mac, and I'm going to ask you the same question. You know, you've never been part of a of of a NFL championship with the Cowboys. You you haven't experienced that pure joy and bliss that I did when I was a young kid in the mid 90s. But do you ever feel like as a fan, in your heart, you're like, we're going to get this. But then your gut tells you, ah, there's something that's going to mess up. Because you've seen it. We've seen it every year, year in and year out. Yeah. Do you ever get that feeling? 
I'm not gonna lie, I kind of had that feeling at the, the fir- after the first two series when we played Tampa. I was like, because my because my cousin, my cousin Caden, he's a big he's a big Cowboys fan too. And we always we're always texting each other back and forth. So after the first two series, I was like, man, I'm like, man, I don't I don't know if we're gonna get it done, man, because like we had a three and out, they had a three and out, then we had another three and out. I was like, oh my, we we couldn't we couldn't get a first down. I'm like, man, it's like I don't know how it's gonna go, but I mean they obviously they proved they proved me wrong. But you know, as a Cowboys fan, it's always it's always some doubt, man, because you just you want them to be great, and they always look great on paper, but it just never. Sometimes it never pans out like you like we wanted to. Rob, life is a Vikings fan. We've been to the playoffs thirty one times. We haven't been to a Super Bowl since seventy seven. Like just been to the Super Bowl, let alone we haven't won a Super Bowl ever. And I think we've lost what our last four NFC Championship games since then. Like, man, talk about like you got having, it. You I know fully believe every is. year, but that 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 feeling's like, man, when are they going to let me down this year? What what round or what week are they just going to fall apart and let it down? And I guess that it was last week against the Giants at home. And that's a whole. And you think about that. That's not even oh. like that's a whole nother generation going back. Mm-hmm. Like that's none of us in here were around then. I think the Vikings are fourth in all time wins in the NFL, and we have zero Super Bowls. Like we are the most winning franchise that just hasn't accomplished anything ever. Like because because it's all about winning championships. I don't care if you go. Undefeated in the regular season. If you don't win a Super Bowl, it's a it's a, it's a bad season. Yeah, yeah. Like it doesn't it doesn't matter. Like people tell me all the time, like would you trade the Vikings winning one Super Bowl for them not winning the game for ten years? And I would say I would do it tomorrow. Like just give me one. That's all I want in my lifetime. So and for the people that have been fans for the entirety of the Vikings career, like that are getting older, like just let's give us one. Like in the next ten years, I just want one Super Bowl. I don't care. We can lose every other game. I'll be fine with it. There were some some overreactions possibly in an article put out by NBC Sports and. And I get the support for the 49ers, obviously Trey Lance, and and that's why you're going to have everybody rooting for the 49ers from this area because they want to see them do good because of Trey Lance. And I get that. But there was possibly some overreaction talk. Is it an overreaction? Is it an underreaction? An article on NBC Sports said, could Purdy's breakout force a Trey Lance trade? There's been some discussion of that. And, uh, you know, I just kind of wanted to toss that by you, Cole. Do you think that that is an overreaction or an underreaction? Could that be a reality and, and and maybe it depends on how well he plays through these playoffs. Yeah, I think you have to, you have to let him finish out. I mean, if he goes on to the, go to the Super Bowl or, or wins the Super Bowl, there, there's maybe some talk. I mean, you, you can't not have that discussion. Um, I don't know what your trade value for Trey is. Maybe a first-round draft pick or, or, or something along those lines. I think it's tough. I, I You watch Brock. He, he has done some awesome things, but there's still some stuff lacking for his game that you look at Trey and, like, okay, Trey's better in this area, this area, this area. Unfortunately, he just hasn't been healthy. I don't think they would trade him. I, I think they would roll with those two on on the roster, but that puts a lot of pressure on Trey. Man, he has a bad one or two weeks. All of a sudden, the whole franchise also wants Brock Purdy. Kind of the same thing as they all wanted Garoppolo earlier this year. So, if if he if he makes the run and you feel confident, if if you're the Niners, if you can recoup one of the first, three first round picks, maybe you trade him away. But I, I think they still love him. Yeah, uh, I don't think they can trade him away right now just because his value. They want to get more back from what they invested in him to get. Yeah. To get that number three draft pick, they gave away a lot. And also, backup quarterbacks in the NFL are pretty valuable right now. You never know where lot. you need a few games here or there. And they're not, yeah, they're, they're paying them, I think, $10 million combined between the both of them next mm-hmm. year. They got to keep them on the roster. And the only way they trade them away is if they recoup, I think, a haul to get something back, like two firsts. All right, well, let me throw it. Let me just throw a wrench in the mix that, that absolutely makes no sense. Overreaction or underreaction? On the same article here, Niners will sign Brady next year. <laughs> overreaction. He's going to. He's going to Vegas. He's going to Vegas. You don't think his career's done? Nope. I think. I think the reason they they benched Eric Carr so they wouldn't get hurt, so they didn't have to guarantee his money, so they can cut him. 
I think Gronk comes back next year. They have Gronk and Waller at tight end. They have Devontae Adams and Renfro in the slot, and Brady at quarterback back with Josh McDaniels. They're going to give it one more run. Man, I think, I think, man, look, we know that Brady's a GOAT, and it, and it hurts me. I don't know if it hurts you to say that, T-Mac, because we know, like, every time the Cowboys win, I think it's any team, though. It's like any team that goes up against the Bison. But I, I have to be truthful and admit the reality is he's the greatest of all time that has played at that position in the NFL. But I also think that, like, it's time to hang it up. I really do. I, I get the, the desire to play the game, but after how this season finished out with Tampa Bay – I think it's time that you just hang it up because I feel in the in the grand scheme of things, it's almost like it's you've overstayed your welcome. That welcome mat is getting a little bit dirty. And even if a welcome mat gets dirty and you try to clean it off with the water hose, the thing's still dirty. You gotta have a high pressure hose to clean that thing off. Yeah, hey, I it, think I think the rumors are he's got like a twenty three year old girlfriend now. I think he's feeling rejuvenated. He's ready to get a couple more seasons back in the league. <laughs> There's no T problem, no T no testosterone problems there with Brady, man. But, I, yeah, I just think – and I go back to this, and I'll let – T-Mac, before we let you go, I'll let you chime in on this as well. You know, Emmett Smith, and, I, and I've mentioned it on here, that, you know, he, he still had a little bit of gas in the tank, but he goes over and plays for the Cardinals. And I thought – I was like, come on, man, just just call it quits. Didn't have a great season, and then he did come back and had the – what was it, one 10-day, one-day contract with the Cowboys to retire as a Cowboy. But I almost think, like, in a way, that kind of – I wouldn't say it like d- diminished it tremendously, but it did kind of take away from him riding out into the sunset on a really positive note. And that's where I'm going with this. I think it's time for him to go out because he had the opportunity to go out on a positive note, and now he's neglected that. And if he goes and plays again, I don't see the Raiders doing anything different as far as their win record and being successful with Tom Brady at the helm. I think um, obviously the biggest question is is – I'm not. I'm not sure. Maybe. Maybe I was just overanalyzing during the Tampa Bay game, but I don't know, man. Tom didn't really look like. He didn't really look like himself. No. Man, as far as like arm strength and all that, he didn't really. He didn't really look like himself. And when man. he threw that interception, yeah. I've never seen him. It like, was. Yeah. He was dramatic, like banging his hands, and I get it. But I was like, yeah. I've never. He almost like it's like he lost his composure. Yeah. I mean, a little bit, man. But obviously, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if he up and tried to go to Las Vegas either. But I'm. I'm kind of with you, man. I think. I think Tom has had such a great career. I mean, why why try to throw all that, throw all that away for 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 playing for one more season that that honestly may not work out as he wanted to. Well, they already do you, let's be do honest, favorite, threw away his wife. Do you have so. a favorite player that you looked up to or try to emulate your game after when you were growing up? Uh, I was a big Emmitt Smith fan growing up. Okay, to be honest yeah. with you, yeah. That's, that's so were you Smith. bummed when he went to the Cardinals there that final yeah. year? That was, yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah. Yeah. I was. What about I Adrian was, Peterson? I was. I was a fan of Adrian Peterson okay. too, man. I was saying the same thing when he started bouncing around mm-hmm. the league too. It's like dude, you got to hang it up, man. Like, oof. I know he was trying to chase Emmett with yeah. the with the career rushing yards and everything, but uh, yeah, it's like yeah, MJ going to yeah, the Wizards, it's yeah. like uh, sometimes it's just like let's 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 hang those those jerseys yeah. up. But those the greats, yeah. it's hard for the greats to do it. Mm-hmm. We'll get so. Quincy Carter on this program soon. I know Quincy; he came in, he played a couple years as a quarterback there with Dallas, and so we'll have to get Quincy on sometime and just talk about those days that he had as well. But for now, though, T Mac, thanks for being in. One last question: What are you looking forward to next year, man? Man, um, just have an opportunity to compete every week. Taking it one week at a time, man. And I know the sky's still the limit. I mean, we still got a chance to to go back and compete for a championship next year. So I'm believing in it. I'm trusting it. I know my guys are. Uh, and I'm looking forward to getting back to work. All right. Well, hey, we appreciate you being on. Horns up, go Bison. Thank you, young man, for all that you do. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, Rob and Cole. All right. Before we take a break, we're going to get caller number one. Make this quick. I've got some Bison men's basketball tickets to give away for Oral Roberts on Thursday. Also, Kansas City on Saturday. Two tickets to each game. First caller at 701-476-1660 gets those tickets. We'll be back in a moment. Chris Benini joins us here on The Insiders. 
Turn up the heat with a bowl of brisket chili or green chili chicken soup to celebrate National Soup Month at Twin Peaks. And no one does happy hour like Twin Peaks. Whatever your preference, we have everything from tequila cocktails and an extensive bourbon category to top shelf spirits and cocktails served over ice balls. Local craft beers and handcrafted whiskey cocktails round out an adventurous drink menu second to none. And don't forget about our 29 degree man size drafts. Twin Peaks eats, drinks, scenic views. No matter where you work, whether it's at your kitchen table or in the office, you need to collaborate with your team. ProConnect from Consolidated Communications makes it happen. You'll never miss a call when you can answer from your desk phone, laptop, or cell phone. And you can communicate instantly using real-time messaging. Confidently connect with customers over secure video conferencing and work together to create and share documents. Get ready to connect, collaborate, and communicate brilliantly. Choose ProConnect, your team collaboration tool from Consolidated Communications. Dakota Refrigeration, now known as DRI, has been serving Minnesota, the Dakotas, and Montana for over four decades. Locally owned and operated since 1974, DRI is a full-service source for your refrigeration, heating, ventilation, air conditioning, and electrical service needs. From the entryway to the kitchen, from hot to cold, from dreary to bright, DRI has you covered. DRI, formerly Dakota Refrigeration, with locations in Fargo, Bismarck, and Minot, online at DACREF.com. Sideout Sound knows car audio and its evolution over time. For the longest time, it was basically like listening to a cock show. Then things got better with stereophonic sound. Then HD was next. Until now. iRes Audio. Your sound system has never sounded this crisp, this clear. And you'll find all the cutting-edge sounds at Sideout Sound. With products fully in stock, a trip to Sideout Sound has never sounded better. Sideout Sound, Main Avenue, Fargo. Bring it on home from Sideout Sound. Theraldson Ethanol in Castleton is accepting applications for an ENI technician. Applicant must have experience with electrical and instrumentation repairs and maintenance of large machinery and equipment, as well as a willingness to learn procedures for the ethanol industry. Journeyman electrical license or greater is required in addition to three years of experience. Work Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. Apply online at theraldsonethanol.com or email your resume to hr at theraldsonethanol.com. Stop by Gateway Chevrolet and check out their great selection of in-stock Chevy cars and trucks ready for immediate delivery. Take advantage of invoice pricing on new 2023 Chevrolet Equinox and invoice pricing on new 2023 Chevrolet Silverados only at Gateway Chevrolet. Plus, find out about 2.9% financing on select Chevrolet models. That's right, 2.9% on select Chevrolets and invoice pricing on 2023 Equinox and Silverados at Gateway Chevrolet. Find new roads. Details gatewayfargo.com. KQWB West Fargo, KPFX HD3 Kindred, and K224FD Fargo. Bison 1660, powered by Gateway Chevrolet, Cadillac, Nissan, and Hyundai in Fargo. We are and here's what you need to know. Former Broncos coach Nathaniel Hackett already looking for his next opportunity. ESPN reports Hackett is interviewing with the Jets today to be their next offensive coordinator. Speaking of ex-Denver head coaches, NFL media reports Vic Fangio is interviewing for the Falcons defensive coordinator opening. Also from NFL media, the Patriots requested an interview with Vikings receivers coach Keenan McCardell to be their next OC. Today, New England is interviewing their tight ends coach Nick Cayley for the position. 
In baseball, reports say the Red Sox are signing veteran outfielder Adam Duvall to a one-year $7 million contract, and the Mets and outfielder Tommy Pham are finalizing a one-year $6 million deal. In college football, former LSU quarterback Walker Howard announced he's transferring to Ole Miss. Finally, at the Australian Open, defending champ and number one seed Rafa Nadal out in the second round, falling in straight sets to American Mackenzie McDonald. I'm Nick Cope. You've got the insiders. How you play today, from this moment on, is how you will be remembered. That's what living is. That's right. The six inches in front of your face. Bringing you what you need to know and a whole lot more. Topics you care about, guests you know, and the conversations you came to hear. The Insiders are presented by Proceed. Need seed? Think Proceed. This is your time. Now go out there and take it. Now, here are the Insiders. The Insiders. The Insiders. The Insiders. Insiders. Rob Hip and Andy Rickoff. Just a little after the top of the hour here on The Insiders. Thanks for joining us on Bison 1660. Rob Hip, Cole Jerick, Bison Great. Micah Bendy in here. It's a great segment there. We decided to keep T-Mac on for a while. A lot of knowledge. I think he may have a future in little radio broadcasting. He was fun, man. He was good. He was, he was a blast to have on for sure. It's always good to get different perspective, and especially from, from current players and, and you know high school from a different perspective in Texas growing up. And unfortunately, a Cowboys fan like you to give us some perspective. You had to give a little <laughs> bit of perspective, you know, but I'll let him take the lead on that. I can kind of deflect, you know, so it works mm-hmm. out really great. But again, appreciate to Merrick being here and looking forward to uh, having him back next year and all the success that uh, we'll see him continue to grow and develop. He's going you know, for over a thousand next year. I'm battled it right through now. a lot of injury. I didn't bring that up, but you know he battled a lot of injury and then came back and and uh, has just been a phenomenal player. Had it last year too and yep. and, and came back over seven hundred yards. So we'll see how he continues. Uh, before we bring Chris Vanini on, he is waiting on the Epic Companies hotline. Want to get a quick update. From Micah Bendy on our poll, who will have a better game this weekend, Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott or 49ers quarterback Brock Purdy? Micah, how are we settling right now? This poll is looking real purdy right now because Brock Purdy is running away with it at 74% to Dak Prescott. If you do the math, 26%. Holy crap, I can do math sometimes. But yeah, uh, I'm not too surprised by it just because Kyle Shanahan, he's a offensive genius. He gets guys open and it makes Brock Purdy look really, really good. Yeah. All right. Well, that's how it settles, and uh, we'll keep up with that poll. We already know it's going to be 49ers. I don't even know why we threw it up, Micah. I thought it was a good Cowboy idea. Cowboy hate. Yeah. So thank you, Bison Nation, for the Cowboys hate today. <laughs> let's head over to the <laughs> let's head over to the Epic Companies hotline now. Joining us, the senior writer for the Athletic, Chris Vanini, joining us here. Chris, thanks for holding. How are you doing today, my friend? I am doing well. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. I know uh, I haven't personally talked to you on the show, but I know you've been on before. Always appreciate your insight. How are things in your world going, man? I know it's a busy college football season wrapping up, but how have things been for you? Finally catching my breath for the first time in quite a while. You know, I, I was in L.A. for the national championship game. I went from there to San Antonio for the NCAA convention. So now the season's over. That's in the that's all in the past, and I uh, I took a couple of days off this week to just kind of relax, and so it's been, it's been good to finally catch catch my breath. Of course, we'll get your perspective on NDSU, but I just there's an elephant in the room for me, being from Texas. I got to ask you, did TCU deserve to be in the national championship? Oh, of, of course. I, I I mean, 
they beat the undefeated number two team to get there. I mean, I mean, like they're, they're they literally earned their way in. This isn't like the old BCS where you could go undefeated and get in. Maybe you didn't play the tough schedule. You didn't have to beat anybody to quite get there. No, you, you they beat Michigan. You know, and then that's that's the nice thing about a playoff is that the team that makes it to the championship game will have earned it. The game was terrible. I was there. You know, it was not a fun watch, but. You can't deserve that spot any more than TCU did, basically, by you know barely losing one game all season and then beating Michigan, Michigan to get there. And you can't change it now. It's not like you know it wasn't the past. Chris, I'm glad you brought that up because I agree with you 100%. Sometimes I disagree, but I'm not you know some shock jock type of guy. I, but I will say I agree with you, and you're the gold standard as far as I'm concerned. So. Thank you for saying that. Uh, everybody that I've been around, oh, well, they didn't deserve to be there. I've got a friend back in Texas. He's, well, they didn't deserve to be there. This is why things need to change. No, you won the game. You deserve to be there. So thanks for clearing that up, Chris. And I will play this back for him and let him know this. <laughs> yeah, no, it sounds good. I know a lot of people are like, oh, Ohio State would have been a better game or Alabama would have been a better game. Well, no, that's that's why you play these games and, and the way that played out. Uh, you the, you play your way into the field. This is why we wanted a champion uh, a playoff. And that's what we got. Chris Cole, Jerick here. Do you think with the expanded playoffs, it's going to make for, like, the, the semifinals this last year were unbelievable. you think it's going to make for some great quarterfinals, semifinals, and, and maybe get a better championship game? Because we haven't maybe had some great national championship games of lately. Teams that maybe lose a, a game here or there or, or, or schedule more difficult um, are going to maybe be rewarded and, and, and make runs late in the season and maybe play for national championships with two, three, four losses potentially. I don't know about four, but I do think we are going to get really exciting first-round games. I think we'll get blowouts in the quarterfinals. I think we'll have pretty good semifinals, and we'll have a really good championship. The fact that there will now be four rounds instead of two means a team that gets into the championship game will have gone through a very difficult stretch, and that's going to let, that's going to ultimately put the two most talented teams or the two best teams at that moment against each other uh we will still have blowouts you know but just i think instead of the semifinals they might be more the quarterfinals when you have one two three and four you know playing teams uh that that, that are lesser possibly so but i think we'll get some fun uh, first round games the, the five through twelve the ones on on home campuses those will be good in general you know college football has maybe two or three teams who are a, a step a good step above everybody. Uh, so we'll have a lot more good playoff games. There will be some blowouts, but I think the championship games moving forward are going to be really good. Something we see with the Super Bowl. I mean, the Super Bowl typically isn't a blowout, um, and I think you'll you'll see that in college as well. After a few years of a 12-team playoff, do you see it growing a little bit more in the future, or do you think 12 is the perfect number for FBS? I do not. I think, I think it's going to stay at 12. Um, for the foreseeable future, they still need to, you know, set up the contract and everything for 2026 and beyond, but it is going to be 12 for the first two years. Possibly you could get changes like, Hey, maybe the second round games end up on campus too. I think that's something they're going to look at depending on how 2024 and 2025 go, but it, it, they're sticking with 12. You know, the group of five conferences wanted to go to 16 because they want some more spots and whatnot. But ultimately I think 12 is a good sweet spot where, uh, regular season still matters. Winning your conference championship really matters, and everybody has something to play for. I think twelve is the perfect fit, and I, I hope it never changes. 
I think 12 is a great number. I think 24 in the FCS is a little much. But with, with the expanded FBS playoffs getting to 12, do you see conferences, especially with the expansion of conferences, getting rid of conference championship games? Because there might not be an incentive for a team to go actually play in the conference championship and win it if they're already undefeated heading into that game. They probably should, but I don't think they will because it's it's good money for the conference, mm-hmm. and 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 now everybody you know we've seen everybody hasn't added them. Um, what you are going to see is conferences getting rid of divisions. The Pac-12 did it this year. The ACC is doing it next year. The Mountain West is doing it next year. You'll probably see it with the Big Ten and SEC as well. And that is so you get your two best teams in the conference championship game, both of whom will probably in, be in the mix for the playoff already, especially if you're the Big Ten or the SEC. So instead of Michigan versus Purdue, and Purdue could shock its way in, without divisions, you would have gotten Michigan-Ohio State again. Both of them are already in the playoff. They're playing for that first-round bye. That's the incentive of the 12-team playoff. So I don't think you're going to get rid of conference championship games. I think you probably should, you know, I, you know the way SES does it. But, but – um, uh, that's the step. I don't know if conferences want to give that up yet. And Chris Vanini joining us here on the Epic Company's Hotline, senior writer for The Athletic. We'll switch gears and talk a little FCS college football now and and talking about NDSU uh, battling South Dakota State. And uh, I enjoyed your article that you brought up there on January the 5th, uh, just talking about what will North Dakota State make an FBS move. And, you know, obviously a tough loss there for NDSU, but anytime you can get to the national championship, that's always a great thing. A lot of programs have, have uh, you know, wanted to be there for a long time, obviously, and that's the way it goes. But I just wanted your thoughts on this season about NDSU, you know, overcoming adversity. I mentioned earlier on the show about just that win whenever you only have one reception for five yards and 12 attempts by Cam Miller, but the Bison still defeating Incarnate Word, getting to Frisco. Uh, what are your overall thoughts on NDSU this season, and what do they have to do moving forward? I mean, I honestly thought, you know, it was one of the more impressive coaching jobs they did this year. This team was clearly not as good as it had been. And they had the difficult start, and you have some injuries and stuff like that that you got to work through. To then get to the championship game was incredibly impressive in what Coach Entz did uh, with that group. And, 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 you know, Coach Entz had said that to me as well when I, when I talked to him about things. It was like, this was a very difficult path to get here. I know – some years it's really easy for the Bison and they breeze their way in and you kind of just blur them all together. But this was a very difficult season to get here. That went against the current word. I don't know how they did that, man. They were down. There were multiple moments when it looked like incarnate word was about to uh, put the dagger in him and end it. And the Bison just kept sticking around and ended up coming back to win. So obviously it caught up with them in the championship game. South Dakota state has really had the Bison's number the last couple of years. And that that's a really good program, but you know, this is also a place where it's national championship or bust. You know, I, I, I understand that. You guys obviously know that. And ultimately, that's how you're judged in North Dakota State. But I do think it was an impressive job to still get there. Uh, obviously, I think we understand where NDSU and SDSU kind of rank heading into the next year, probably the, the, the gold standard two programs. Uh, with Incarnate Word losing so many guys to transfers, do you think the transfer portal for, for some programs will will see more years like Incarnate Word where they're going to go find a bunch of fifth and sixth year guys and, and find lightning in a bottle? Because we really haven't seen teams out of nowhere like Incarnate Word get as far as they have in this last playoffs. 
Well, the thing about the transfer portal is that the majority of guys are moving laterally or moving down. Mm-hmm. They're not. Most guys are not moving up. That's true. And the result is a greater distribution of talent to the lower levels, from Power 5 to Group of 5, from Group of 5 to FCS. And so you have probably more talented guys available to FCS teams in the portal than there have been before. And so I, I don't know if you can necessarily make an incarnate word run where Lindsey Scott Jr. almost breaks the touchdown record. You know, I think that was kind of a unique situation. But I do think it's something you could see uh, more and more moving in the future just because that's how the portal works. Is Generally, most guys are moving down because they want playing time. When you, when you look at the overall landscape, and, and our fans are always interested in this, I think folks are still 50-50 here on North Dakota State moving to the FBS. And anytime we, we have someone such as yourself on the show from a, a national perspective, I, I have to ask you, you know, do you see that maybe happening in the next five to ten years, and, and would it be beneficial, or should NDSU just stay right here in the FCS and keep competing for FCS national championships? That's a big question. That's why I wrote the story a couple weeks ago was like, you know, I cover a lot of group of five. I see a team like Kennesaw State moving up to mm-hmm. FBS. Mm-hmm. They started playing football in 2015, you know, like in the middle of NDSU's run, and they're already going up to F- FBS. You see James Madison move on. You see Sam Houston move on. Some of the strongest FCS programs, and you're just, all right, like what is the North Dakota State situation? So I talked to, to people at NDSU. I talked to people in every group of five conference. And essentially, there isn't quite, the right fit. It's, it, the right fit is not exactly out there. Uh, the, the, the Mountain West has not been interested in expanding. They declined to expand last year. The American it, it, it kind of wanted to, to be more Southern-based. Conference USA is taking a bunch of FCS teams. I don't know if North Dakota State's exactly interested in that either because you kind of want to move up and feel like you're an FBS and, and, and be amongst new programs. So there's kind of this weird spot where where exactly do they fit? And geography is another part of that as well. Uh, the American, the Conference USA, they are spread out pretty far, but they're mostly Southern-based conferences. Getting up to Fargo is a little bit different. Coach Entz said he'd love to go to the American. You know, the American is in a lot of big cities. It would make travel not as difficult uh, compared to some other places. But we kind of just got to wait and see. We got to wait and see. Does San Diego State go to the Pac-12? And if that happens, or if another more go to the Pac-12, does the Mountain West then take a look? That's possible. It's not exactly on the front burner at the moment. Uh, they got a new commissioner. They're still doing a lot of different things. But they just don't fit anywhere. Kennesaw State's near Atlanta. Sam Houston is in Texas. You know, they, they, these made sense. If NDSU was in Texas, if NDSU was in Virginia, they would have already been in an FBS league by now. But the geography is just a big part of it, and there's just not a natural fit. And so it's kind of you just sit here like, what do we do? Nobody's really quite sure. But NDSU is working to prepare. You open the new indoor practice facility. They're just kind of waiting for the right time. Do you think NDSU needs a travel partner, say, SDSU, to make that move up, or do you think they can do it by themselves? Well, the other part of it is, do you bring all of your sports, or do you just bring the football? I think it's got to be football only. Obviously, football only is what they, I mean, obviously the Missouri Valley Football Conference is a football only conference. The ideal situation would probably be football goes to a conference, everybody else stays in the Summit League. Um, in, in which case, you probably don't need a travel partner because you're not hitting multiple spots on your stops. You're just going one town and back. So you probably don't need a travel partner for, 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 for that. But if, you know, 
if the Mountain West loses two schools, if you lose Boise and San Diego State, maybe, then maybe you look at North Dakota State and South Dakota State, or North Dakota State and Montana or Montana State or something like that. Uh, I think that's possible. I just spending last week at the NCAA convention talking to a lot of people about this. Everybody had their own idea of what could be a, a possible fit, but it depends on a couple other things that, that to happen first. Well, Chris, as always, we appreciate your time. Always great to have your valuable insight and keep up the great work, man. Uh, enjoy what you do with college football and also dogs and pro wrestling. I wanted to mention that. That's on your bio there on Twitter. So we'll keep up with everything you're doing, my friend. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Once again, Chris Vanini there. You can find him on Twitter at Chris Vanini, joining us on the Epic Companies Hotline. Great insight uh, from one of the best there again, the senior writer with The Athletic. The Insiders, brought to you by Proceed. Need seed? Think Proceed online at Proceed.net. Got more to come. Still a lot of time here. We'll step aside, take a break. Stay with us. This is The Insiders. The most complete Bison coverage in the region. Your Bison Nation station. Bison 1660. We take great pride in really doing uh, all the research and the work behind the scenes to make sure that our products just work. We have our own staff member that helps pick the hybrids and the varieties that work in our area. It's meant for you, not for somebody 200 miles away. We test our seed locally. Uh, We produce our seed locally, so we get to see our production fields, where they need to be, and if they work there. Need seed, think proceed. Proceed.net, great seed at a reasonable price. Did you know hyperbaric oxygen can decrease inflammation and speed up your healing process dramatically? I'm Menly with Fargo's first hyperbaric oxygen center, Healing with Hyperbarics, conveniently located off 45th Street. We are celebrating four years in Fargo, and as the experts in treating concussions, brain injuries, sports injuries, and post-COVID symptoms, we welcome you to find out how we can help you heal. We have an FDA-approved device to diagnose concussions and can treat the same day. To get you back to feeling better faster. Find out how we can help you at healingwithhyperbarics.com. The Start Something New sales event is going on now at Corwin Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Drive off in a new Ram Bighorn truck with financing as low as 1.9% and up to $9,000 off in rebates. That's 1.9% financing and up to $9,000 off on new Ram Bighorn. That's not all. Save up to $4,000 off new Jeep Grand Cherokees. Your new vehicle is waiting for you at Corwin Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Shop online, corwinauto.com. In 1953, Bill Samuels created a simple bourbon while Margie Samuels worked on her creative vision. A bottle hand-dipped in red wax wrapped in a hand-cut label filled with handcrafted bourbon that elevated flavor and remains unchanged as of today. Aromas of woody oak, caramel, and vanilla with a taste that is sweet and balanced with caramel, vanilla, and fruity essences. Every barrel of Maker's Mark is aged to taste, not time. Maker's Mark, the star of your home bar. Please drink me Responsibly. Dakota Refrigeration, now known as DRI, has been serving Minnesota, the Dakotas, and Montana for over four decades. Locally owned and operated since 1974, DRI is a full-service source for your refrigeration, heating, ventilation, air conditioning, and electrical service needs. From the entryway to the kitchen, from hot to cold, from dreary to bright, DRI has you covered. DRI, formerly Dakota Refrigeration, with locations in Fargo, Bismarck, and Minot online at DACREF. Here's your Red River Valley weather update on Bison 1660. Another mostly cloudy day on your Wednesday with highs in the mid to upper teens. North wind 3 to 7 miles per hour. 
And overnight, skies will remain mostly cloudy with a low around 15 degrees, north wind 7 to 10 miles per hour. This weather update brought to you by Heartland Trust Company, helping guide families and businesses to make the most of their financial future and always putting their clients' needs first. Visit them online at heartlandtrust.com. Hail the Bison, right here, your home for NDSU sports. This is Bison 1660. Welcome back at it here on the Insiders, live from the Theraldson Ethanol Broadcast Center. Theraldson Ethanol, proud partner with Summit Carbon Solutions, helping reduce the carbon footprint by capturing, transporting, and permanently storing CO2 emissions, cutting carbon intensity in half. Rob Hip, Cole Jurek. Micah Bindi in here. Great to catch up with Chris Manini just a few moments ago. And, hey, some news coming out this morning. We appreciate our good friend Ryan Peralt, who does excellent work at NDSU. A wealth of knowledge and encyclopedia. He makes everybody's job easier when it comes to covering NDSU. Anything you need, Ryan is the guy. And he put out a release this morning, uh, about 1030, maybe a little bit before that, announcing that North Dakota State and Tennessee State have finalized a home-and-home agreement to play two non-conference football games in the 2024-25 season. NDSU will host at Gate City Bank Field at the Fargo Dome on September the 7th and 24, and then they will travel to Nashville to play at Nissan Stadium on September the 6th of 2025. So this is a a matchup. The Bison have never played Tennessee State, an FCS school there in the Ohio Valley Football Conference, Uh, uh, have been there for a while. The Tigers are coached by former Heisman Trophy winner, Eddie George, you know, they haven't had a lot of success, but I do like this matchup, an opportunity to go down to Tennessee and, and have a good ball game, and I, I like this matchup. I think it's going to be great for the fan base, and, and it'll be a lot of fun, Cole. Yeah, I, I think it's awesome. I think when, when you look at the, some of the travel games that NDSU's put on the schedule going forward, next year getting going to Minneapolis, playing the bank, um, and now going to, to Nashville and setting this game up, it, it, it's fun. It, it's adding something different to it. Um, not to say that the, the trip to Frisco's getting old, but it's, it's now been 10 times. I think some people are like, hey, we want something new. We want something different. And I, and I don't think the championship is leaving Frisco. And, and obviously our fan base will still migrate down there and have a great time. But putting a game in, in, in Nashville, Tennessee, uh, I think NDSU fans are going to show up for that game quite a bit. I think that's going to be an absolute blast. And uh, man, I don't know, maybe I'll have a couple uh, couple dances on the, uh, the Jason Aldean's dance floor up top and maybe have a, a drink or two, to it, Rob. Yeah, come on, man. I, I'm going to go hit up some of those you know honky-tonks down Let's there. Go. I watched the Nashville New Year's versus the Dick Clark New Year's. Because when Dick Clark passed away, it's just not the same. It's not the same, and Nashville's so, different. We're going to get a little honky-tonk, twang and twang <laughs> coming on, man. I may start dipping. Micah Bendy's going to join in on me, man. So uh, we'll have a little bit of fun, put on the cowboy hats, and get rolling, Let's man. Let's go. I, I think it's going to be a blast. Be a lot of fun. But one thing that stands out, and, and, and Cole, you know, I'm not fully versed in Tennessee State. I started looking up a lot of information. i got to be transparent. I mean, I'm not fully versed. I'm not going to sit here on the microphone. I don't think there's anybody in Fargo that (laughs) is. Acting like I know everything (laughs) about the Tigers. I know they haven't played. No, they're from the Ohio Valley Football Conference. But they they play in Nissan Stadium. Mm -hmm. It's been home to their program since 1999, also the Tennessee Titans. Here's where I'm kind of – I want to see this visually, okay? That facility seats 69,000 people or so. Yep. I looked up the average attendance – for Tennessee State, 2,466. I want to see a visualization of what that looks like in that stadium with a lot of empty seats. And I'm not knocking the program. I just don't think that looks very good. It's not, not a great look. Um, and there, there's other stadiums in that area that can maybe go play at. And I, I don't know what their agreement is to get into that place. Um, obviously, they're building a new stadium there. That's going to be incredible uh, for Tennessee in a couple of years. Um, but 
for that game, I, I think there's 30,000 green and gold at that game. Yeah, so uh, it'll look good so with it'll us. it'll look good with us, but yeah. to, it can't be fun to play in that type of atmosphere where there's just empty seats all over the place. And um, I, I don't get why some programs do that, but it, it's a little, little bit wild to me. And if you look at their logo, they, they look like they wanted to be LSU. Just change the color a little bit <laughs> a little, and add a little, a little dash. Pipe on the, <laughs> yeah. A little pipe on that because it's you're exactly right. It, it looks. I mean, if you put your thumb over the little pipe, it says LSU. Yeah. But it is, you know, Tennessee State University. You're 100. Oh, we don't want right. to break the copyright. Let's put a little, uh, little, little tear in there. Yeah, yeah. man. Oh. And maybe, and maybe like keep everything connected. But yeah, that's it. Tennessee State Tigers, and and that's who the Bison are are, are playing there. I like the matchup. Going to be a lot of fun as they will be playing again. Those two games scheduled up. And just a quick little, you know, tidbit here for Tennessee State, an FCS program. Of course, they have. A record. They've been in the playoffs six times at this FCS or or even one two A level. If you go back and look at it that way, a record of three and six. Their last successful season, as far as getting in the playoffs in 2013, uh, they won versus Butler 31 to nothing in the first round, and then they lost to Eastern Illinois 51 to 10 in the second round. So they've had some experience. It's been a while though. You know, going into this, it's going to be well over uh, 10 years this year. So. We'll see how that program responds. And, and again, it's another program that when you look at NDSU, they probably want to be that carbon copy. All programs are trying to beat, be at that level, and uh, we'll see how that matchup works out. But again, thanks to Ryan Peralt for getting that information out earlier today, and uh, we will post it as well on bison1660.com. We'll step aside. We'll take a break. Coming up, we got a special treat for you. It's NDSU president, Dr. David Cook. He'll join us on the Epic Company's hotline when we return on The Insiders. Champions play here. Your home for the thundering herd. Bison 1660. Quit hitting snooze for the same old thing every single day. Oh, oh no. There's more to life. What about a career in the hottest and most exciting industry in the world? A career at Radio FM Media selling audio, digital, and event marketing is for people that are self-driven, personality plus, multitasker, persistent, have a creative streak, and love the idea of having a career instead of a job. This is a six-figure sales job for highly motivated salespeople. Does this sound like you? Send your resume to Jessica at RadioFMMedia.com. Snow, ice, and below zero temps. Typical Midwest weather, but not so kind to your vehicle. That's why Jiffy Lube of Fargo is here to make sure you have your vehicle in top working condition and ready for these winter roads and temps. Oil changes are the number one maintenance item that's neglected. At Jiffy Lube of Fargo, no appointment needed at any of the three locally owned locations. Jiffy Lube of Fargo, where you can do more in a Jiffy. Jiffy Lube of Fargo, proudly serving the metro area for five decades. Hey, business owners, you have your banker, you have your insurance guy, but do you have your door guy? Now you do. DabTech Window Services also specializes in commercial door and window repair and replacement. DabTech is proud to be known for their excellent commercial services as on the NDSU campus. Choose the door and window experts that will deliver top-rated products as well as the experienced technicians that do it right the first time. A decade of service with a century of experience. Online at DabTechWindowServices.com. That's DabTechWindowServices.com. Corwin Public Wholesale is conducting a special used vehicle buyback. Any used car, truck, or SUV, we will buy it. Trying to trade your vehicle and not getting what it's worth? We will buy it. Need some extra cash? We will buy it. Whether it's worth $500 or $50,000, we will buy it. We want to buy your vehicle. Corwin Public Wholesale, right on the price, right on the I-29 Frontage Road, Fargo. 
1953, Bill Samuels created a simple bourbon, while Margie Samuels worked on her creative vision, a bottle hand-dipped in red wax, wrapped in a hand-cut label, filled with handcrafted bourbon that elevated flavor and remains unchanged as of today. Aromas of woody oak, caramel, and vanilla with a taste that is sweet and balanced with caramel, vanilla, and fruity essences. Every barrel of Maker's Mark is aged to taste, not time. Maker's Mark, the star of your home bar. Please drink responsibly. Rick Electric wants to say thanks for a great 2022 and looks forward to serving you and all new customers in the new year. Plus, Rick Electric wants to say thanks for voting them the best electrical contractor in the Red River Valley. Since 1964, Rick Electric has been serving homeowners and businesses with troubleshooting, repairs, new construction, and over a dozen projects in my home. Rick Electric. Schedule online or request an estimate at rickelectric.com. Two hours of sports talk every weekday, 11 to 1. Well, well. Oh, my gracious. Now, let's get back to the insiders. Back. Welcome back to the insiders. I was coming on there a little bit quick. Micah Bendy wasn't wow. ready, man. <laughs> I watched 8 Mile last night. I thought I was going to come into the studio like freestyle rapping today, but I decided not to because people would tune out of this show. It's a good movie. It's a great movie. I forgot movie. how good great that movie. movie was. One of the best. It was awesome. Welcome back into the Insiders. Rob Hip, Cole Jer- I'm going to get Cole to throw, out, throw down some lyrics here before too long. Oof. But uh, welcome back. He said, woof, that's not going to happen. Welcome back into the Insiders, 1230, a little bit after. Hey, I want to remind you as well, we've got some Monster Jam, be there, tickets. Oh, yeah. A four-pack that we're giving away today. And you know how you can enter to win these? It's very simple. All you have to do is text the word MONSTER to 701-476-1660. Don't call. You have to text the keyword monster. Again, those are the Monster Jam tickets. We'll be giving those away towards the end of the show there on that text. Let's head back over to the Epic Company's hotline and a good friend and a guest joining us here on today and excited to have NDSU President Dr. Dave Cook here joining us. Dr. Cook, I know you couldn't be in studio, but great to have you on the line. How are you doing, my friend? I'm doing fantastic. It's great to talk with you again. Well, you were one of the first administrators when I got here, and you were new. You were a little bit – I was a little bit newer, but you had got here before I did, and, and I appreciate you because I think you and I quickly became friends. It's been nice getting to know you. How has the, yeah. how's the transition been in the, in the first season for you, being involved here? And I, I'm thinking sports, obviously, the first year, but how has that been for you, Dr. Cook? Yeah, it, it, you know, it, uh, it's been wonderful. Uh, people have been fantastic uh, to me, certainly, and, and also my wife. Uh, I started back in May, and she moved to town in August, and uh, kind of been a whirlwind, a lot going on, but uh, it's been a lot of fun meeting great people around the state, of course, and obviously meeting a lot of the, the folks from athletics and, and getting to know the student-athletes a little bit. I, it's uh, been pretty much near perfect, so it's been a lot of fun. I think sometimes when we when we think of of sports, you know, and, and you mentioned the word student athlete, sometimes the word student kind of you forget about it. I know you don't as the president. I think fan base does sometimes. I'll admit I do sometimes, but that is the most critical part of the word athlete is student athlete. Just what does that involvement mean whenever whenever you talk about these athletes and, and what they do at the university and all the hard work that they put into because they've got to pass or they don't play, and that's an important component that we don't want to forget about. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. Uh, I, you know, certainly it's always top of mind for me. But one of the great things about NDSU and our our uh, athletics programs is that they really it's all about the student athlete. And I, I know we have a great uh, history 
uh, in tradition of winning uh, across all of our different sports. But I think part of it is that uh, I've been told this over and over again, and, and I've seen it over and over again, that uh, our coaches, first and foremost, recruit character uh, kids coming out of high school, and it, and it really shows. I mean, the kind of people that we have here competing every day. And uh, I'm also, you know, just traveling with some of the teams, you start to see the commitment. I would imagine the average fan might think that you you get in a bus or an airplane you, and you travel somewhere and you, and you get off and you do a little scrimmaging and, and then you go compete. But the reality is uh, the student part of student-athlete is a big uh, part and a significant part of what they're doing, you know, uh, during all those trips. It's actually pretty pretty amazing how hard they work and, and what they all put in. Yeah, some of the teams obviously have to travel more than others, but with, with, with the way that NDSU is able to bus and fly and, 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 and practice and the new facilities they have, do you think that the new facilities and different things are able to help these athletes stay on top of their academics a little bit easier? Oh, yeah, uh, no doubt about it. I, and I, I think it's about facilities and all the rest and, and the resources we put in, but I think it's also just about attitude and prioritization. And it's very clear that uh, our athletics programs for a long time have just said this is going to be a priority and these are the kind of students that we want to recruit to come compete and represent our institution. There's been a a lot of success around these athletic programs. Before you came on, Dr. Cook, again, we're talking to Dr. Dave Cook, NDSU president. Cole and I were just talking about what you do and and just being involved at such a high level and, and you see that. You're at the games, you're in the community. What does that mean to you? Just, you know, when you think about that and the success of these programs, how much do you enjoy being involved at the high level that you are, especially with athletics, Dr. Cook? Yeah, you know, it, it, I, I would be lying if I didn't say it's a lot of fun. Uh, there are some, some Saturdays and some Thursday nights and weekends and all the rest where I, I have to pinch myself and I'm saying, okay, I'm really working right now because I, I'm watching some, you know, high-quality uh athletics which is is quite a bit of fun so um it's a big part of it you know athletics is a big part of our brand a big part of our institution uh obviously in some of our athletics in particular we're really a national brand and that extends across the midwest but really across the united states and that's important it's important for recruiting top tier faculty staff and students i think it all wraps together quite nicely and uh, it's um, a big part of who we are and it's something that i certainly embrace as president with NDSU having a game in Minneapolis next year and now scheduling one in Nashville, is that something that you guys also try to utilize to, to bring in students that, or to expose them to NDSU in the Minneapolis area and hopefully in the Nashville area to get more students here, not just to have awesome athletic events? Yeah, it's kind of all the above. I mean, we right now are, depending on how you look at it, we're probably, you know, we're over 50% students from Minnesota. So uh, the entire state and, of course, Minneapolis are big recruitment hubs for us and so bringing you know the football team down there for big events I think it just uh, uh, helps on on all fronts there but of course also it's our alumni and our, our donors and our supporters who a lot of those folks live uh, in in Minneapolis as well so it's a great way to to bring everybody together uh, right there in, in, a, in a big city and, and one that I think will probably take over from what I understand from previous times that we've we've headed to Minneapolis I think Bison Nation shows up and it turns out to be quite a bit of fun for everybody. You know, we had a young man on earlier on this show, NDSU running back Tameric Williams, who will be back next year from Texas. We talk a lot about just that local talent, and it's important to get guys right in your own backyard. But how special is it, too, when, when you find a guy from Texas that makes that journey up here that says, you know, I really wasn't a big fan of the snow, but I like being up here. Now I've experienced it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. 
Well, and, you know, Rob, you and I uh, experienced this firsthand heading down to Frisco, uh, uh, which was, uh, you know, a tough day, but a great weekend and a great year for us. Uh, and Frisco uh, loves the bison um, in all kinds of different fun ways. And uh, it's not a big surprise if you grew up in Texas uh, that you might know something about the bison and, and having the kind of winning tradition and coming back year after year after year in a way that really no other program, athletic program, probably anywhere has done. I mean, it's just a, a great way to help us recruit, you know, future student athletes from Texas. And I, I think that we're able to do that because of our, our uh, winning tradition year after year. Whenever, you know, right now there may be a parent listening that, that, that has a young child or someone that's at the high school level that's looking to go to college and maybe they're going back, not even live right now. Maybe they're hearing this, you know, on the replay. What would you say to that parent for that child that's interested in going to NDSU? What does that pathway look like? What do they have to do to uh, kind of get on the radar? Yeah, well, uh, tell them to give me a call, Rob. We'll start there. <laughs> We'd love to recruit them. But, uh, you know, obviously we've been talking a lot here about athletics. And, and if, if that particular parent has a, uh, a young uh, son or daughter that's interested in athletics, that we've kind of been talking about how, the student athlete experience is interwoven through everything we do. You know, probably should throw some kudos out to Cole uh, Winooski. You probably had him on. You know, uh, he won the Elite 90 Award that recognizes individuals who've reached the, that national championship level, but also have the highest academic standards. He won it two years in a row uh, for us. And uh, he sort of epitomizes to me what our student athletes are all about. And if, you know, I have you know, kids who are in college, and, and uh, I remember thinking about where you wanted to go, and I, I think we have the environment where we're going to win on the field or on the court, but we're also going to win off the field or off the court in the academic uh, classroom, and I think that's what we're all about, and so those are exactly the kind of students that we're looking for. Yeah, it's obviously a super impressive award, back-to-back -back years for him <laughs> to get that one. Um, I, I like to ask athletes a lot of times, like, what's, what's your welcome to college football moment? What's your kind of welcome to Fargo moment, something that maybe surprised you or, or you didn't think was coming when you got here? You know, that's a great question. Um, a lot of – I've had these, you know, sticking to the theme on the athletic side. For me, a lot of the fun has been being around the student athletes, watching how they'll walk up to introduce themselves, be very genuine tell you that, hey, we're, we're happy you're here. How's Fargo treating you? You know, asking my wife how she's doing. It's just a very genuine, uh, you know, very genuine uh, kind of Midwest approach. Uh, so that was a certainly a welcome uh, NDSU moment. And, and, you know, candidly, one of the most fun things uh, was the first week of classes, what we call welcome week. Uh, everybody comes out, all the different student groups, all the faculty and staff. Uh, go out of their way to, to welcome our students as they come on the on the campus. So so that was a, a great first week for me, and I know a great first week for all of our students. I know you've been working hard behind the scenes. Is there, is there any projects that you can tell us about? And it doesn't have to necessarily be on the athletic side, but anything in the pipeline that that you guys are currently working on for North Dakota State University. Well, you know, the, for for me, the legislature has started, uh, so we're there. We've got uh, working pretty hard. Uh, uh, so just trying to represent NDSU, trying to let folks uh, in Bismarck, but of course our legislators in our backyard know what our priorities are. Uh, we have a lot of priorities around some funding issues that we'd like to kind of see bumped up. We have an engineering building uh, initiative that we'd like to see right smack dab in the middle of campus. And a lot of it is just about building relationships with uh, legislators uh, out in Bismarck, but right here in our backyard in, in, in Cass County as well. So 
you know, I, I pivoted from Frisco and some of the things happened there directly right into to Bismarck to, to do our best to represent, uh, you know, the state's 1862 land grant the best we can in our capital. And we're talking to NDSU President Dave Cook. You can follow him on Twitter at NDSU President. Final question. There's someone out there today listening that's saying, hey, you know, I want to get involved. Maybe they're watching on the horse cam behind the scenes. How can the community, how can folks here in Fargo and even abroad, how can they get involved with the university and all the great things that are happening? Well, you know, in a lot of different ways, I'd say kind of find your passion. But uh, anything you can do, uh, you know, on the student recruitment side to encourage high schoolers uh, to get them on campus, to tour campus, that that's always a fun thing to do. And we're kind of always doing that year round. But if you have a passion around maybe an academic area or a, a, from maybe a, a, a personal experience that you have, we always welcome donations and scholarships truly change the lives of our students and provide access to education in ways that, uh, you know, they probably couldn't do without the support of our donors. And so we're very grateful there. Uh, we have all kinds of opportunities around mentoring and internships. And if, if you have a business out there, you want to maybe work together on some partnerships around internships and all the rest. You know, I think that's the future of higher education. That's where we need to go. we got to get a little more lockstep uh, with the business and industry folks to make sure that we're, we're driving the right kind of academic programs. We're creating the right kind of experiences uh, for our students. And, you know, when they, when they leave NDSU, uh, they become successful uh, uh, members of our society, and, and they appreciate what we did, and they, they want to kind of give back. But so a lot of different kind of ways to, to engage, and we'd welcome welcome anybody on, on any of those fronts to become a, a partner moving forward. Awesome. Well, Dr. Cook, we appreciate you. I did have one last final question that just popped into my head. September 3rd, we'll go back, September 3rd last year, you were there post-game after Drake presented with the <laughs> game ball. What was that experience like, and where's that ball at right now? Uh, I'm in my office right now, and I'm <laughs> looking over, and the ball's on my, uh, on my shelf, so... I, I kind of display that proudly as if I played in the game. I'm not, I'm not sure anybody will be fooled, but, uh, you know, that was a lot of fun. I, I walked out to the middle of the field. I had to do the, the coin flip, and I remember Coach Ince told me I had one job to do that day, and uh, I got lucky. The coin flip uh, bounced in my, my direction and then, uh, you know, went into the locker room afterwards, and, and uh, it was kind of fun to address all the students. You, you know how hard they've been working since summer? And to just get the first one out of the way and maybe to get the first one uh, out of the way for me was a lot of fun and kind of invited me to be a small part of the community and kind of being up front, seeing all the work, hard work they, they do. Uh, you know, I'll take it. And, and that, that I have that, that football proudly on my shelf. So uh, that was a fun day for me, for sure. You did good with the meme that floats around on the Internet where it says you only had one job. Well, you only had one job. You did it well, <laughs> Dr. Cook. So. Again, we appreciate yeah. you. Thank you for your solid leadership and all that you do in the community and, and also, of course, with student-athletes there and, and the entire student base at North Dakota State University. Very excited about what you're doing in the future of our university under your hands. So thank you again, Dr. Cook. Yeah, and thanks to you guys for all your support. We really appreciate you as well. Have a great day. You got it. Once again, that was Dr. Dave Cook, uh, generous enough to give us his time. He is a busy man uh, joining us here on The Insiders. Before we close this segment – have some more tickets to give away. How about a little Red River Valley Boat and Marine Products Show, the Boat Show, Boat and Marine Products Show, happening January 27th through 29th at the Fargo Dome. And uh, that made possible by Happy Harry's Bottle Shops. We've got the tickets here. And all you have to do to win a four-pack, meaning bring the whole family, cold jerk, you can just pile up everybody, get all your friends, get everybody joining us. You can't win the tickets, by the way, because you're here at the station on the show. Dang so it. can't cheat. 
But <laughs> I will give these away to the second caller. Four tickets, second caller, 701-476-1660 as we take a break here on The Insiders. Champions, play here. Your vice president material. Your vice president material. Bison 1660. Hanson Runsvold Funeral Home proudly supports the Bison and appreciates the commitment each student makes to its success. Whether in the arts or other campus activities, these students are our country's future and deserving of our support. Hanson Runsvold is dedicated to helping families look to the future with hope and remember what we do today shapes our memories for tomorrow. Add the Bison experience and live life to the fullest. Hanson Runsvold Funeral Home, an experienced and caring staff with a distinct attention to detail. Nutrisource is now introducing Superstars. It's a soft and tasty training reward for your pup in four delicious flavors. Real chicken, cheddar cheese, beef, and real bacon. Each treat is less than three calories. And 100% of the profits from these treats go to the Nutrisource Superstars program. A program dedicated to helping family, children, and pets facing hardships. For more information on Nutrisource Superstars and all the organizations they support, go to NutrisourcePetFoods.com giving dash back. Happy smooth year. I'm Rachel with Waxing the City, an exclusive facial and body waxing studio for men and women. If it's been six months since your last visit or you've never tried Waxing the City, I invite you to try us and get 50% off your first service. We offer waxing for the body, face, arms, legs, back, bikini, and we even do Brazilians for women and men. Yes, Brazilians for men. Call and schedule your first appointment and get 50% off your first service. Waxing the City on 13th Avenue, just west of Target. Let's go, Waxing! Dakota Refrigeration, now known as DRI, has been serving Minnesota, the Dakotas, and Montana for over four decades. Locally owned and operated since 1974, DRI is a full-service source for your refrigeration, heating, ventilation, air conditioning, and electrical service needs. From the entryway to the kitchen, from hot to cold, from dreary to bright, DRI has you covered. DRI, formerly Dakota Refrigeration, with locations in Fargo, Bismarck, and Minot, online at DACREF.com. Bison men's basketball team hosts two big Summit League matchups this weekend. On Thursday, January 19th, the Bison take on Oral Roberts University at 7 p.m. in the Shill Center. The Bison look to knock off the Eagles as the Summit League race heats up. On Saturday, January 21st, the Bison host the Kansas City Roos in a 1 p.m. afternoon contest. The Herd is battling for position in the Summit League and need you to create the home court advantage. For tickets, visit GoBison.com, call 231-NDSU, or purchase the day of the game. Keeping a home clean with kids who play hockey, the dog, cat, it can be a real challenge. You just never know what is going to be next. And trust me, there will be a next. The stomatic specialists are trained to remove contaminants and dirt that are lodged deep in the fibers of your carpet. When we are done, your home will feel and smell like brand new. We even clean the drapes, upholstery, and air ducts. For a free home estimate, call Stematic today. Missed portions of today's show? Go to bison1660.com to listen to the podcast or find us on Facebook and Twitter at Bison1660. <laughs> back at it here on the inside. I got to I gotta like slow my roll. I'm so excited to get back on the air and talk to our listeners. Cole, that every time, like, Mike is quick. I'm a little bit faster, so I'm like, back at it, and I'm not hot yet. You gotta wait for that red light. Yep. Gotta wait for the red light, man. Micah, you do a great job, though. So, uh, you know, patience is key in football and everything in life. And it's also key 
on this show to wait for the red light before you start talking. Well, we can talk. It just doesn't matter then. Yeah. That's when you can say <laughs> things that you can't say on air, and then yeah. then the red light comes on. Like the Vikings are going to win the Super Bowl. Oh, shoot, yeah. I said it on air. Yeah, that's oh, crap. just jinx that. Cole Jerk in here with us. Micah Bendy all day long. Been a lot of fun here. Appreciate everybody joining us in. One final opportunity I will announce here at the end of the show in just a few minutes, uh, but we do have buy, we do have Monster Jam tickets that we are giving away. It's your final opportunity. Text the word monster, monster, be there, to 701-476-1660. Again, your final opportunity at the end of the show, I will announce the winner of that. All you got to do is text the word monster, 701-476-1660. Wanted to wrap up the show today, and we still got a few days to talk about some of this, but NFL playoff matchups on the line here, and got a few of them. Got some great games heading into this one. Jacksonville, 10-8 and record at Kansas City. That's the AFC. And then on the divisional side, the New York Giants at the Eagles. New York, 10-7-1. Philly, 14-3. and And then you go to the uh, AFC side again on Sunday. And those games, by the way, on Saturday. On Sunday, AFC divisional, Cincinnati Bengals, 13-4 and versus the Buffalo Bills are at Buffalo, 14-3. and And then the NFC divisional, Cowboys, 13-5 and at San Francisco 49ers, 14-4. and for the gambling man out there, Micah Bendy, how are things settling down in the gambling world right now? If you're a if you're a gambling man, there's some intriguing lines this week, and uh, I I I was uh, intrigued to take them. I took some spreads here. I took Jacksonville plus eight and a half against Kansas City. I think that game is going to be close. Jacksonville's a scrappy team. They came back from twenty seven seven. Granted, Kansas City is a different animal. But eight and a half, I think uh, I, th- I take that eight and a half points with Jacksonville in that game. Let me just throw this disclaimer out here real quick. This is not financial advice. <laughs> no, not advice. <laughs> not, take do advice not, do not take – this is entertainment purposes only. I just had to say that just in case, Micah. Yeah, don't take advice from me. I haven't won yet, so oh, perfect. I'm, I'm 0 for. Yeah. So if you're going to do anything, you probably should do the Bet opposite of them. me. Yeah. My yeah. advice is don't take Micah's advice. What else is cranking around? <laughs> or right Andy's. Yeah. 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 We can get Jerick. Jerick, would you take eight and a half Jacksonville? Is that intriguing enough? I'll I'll give you eight and a half on on, on lunch at Sickies later on. <laughs> this is Giants, I'll give you that. Giants are uh get they're giving a touchdown. Giants seven and a half with the Eagles. That's a divisional game, and the Giants are playing pretty hot right now. And the Eagles are coming off of a bye weekend. Jalen Hurts isn't completely healthy, so I don't know. Do you believe in rest, rust? What uh what do you believe in for teams coming in uh off of a bye for the playoffs? I believe the only reason the Giants won is because they played a very mediocre Vikings team uh, that I'm very frustrated with at this point. Outside of that, in the last 10 games, they'd only beat, what, like the Colts, Texans, and and one other terrible team. Like the Giants, I think they it's a great story this year. I don't think they keep it within 10. Don't keep, okay. The, the one seed going on. Mm-hmm. Bengals-Bills. The, the money line is plus 200 right now, but uh, you know, the Bills are favored by five points. The Bengals are having some injuries on the offensive line. They might not get uh, Williams back at left tackle. They're not looking like they're getting Ted Kappas back at right guard. Yeah. It's going to be tough to stop. Three of their uh, five guys potentially out this game. It'll be tough. And uh, Cordell Volson is probably the best offensive lineman left on, on that uh, on that crew. Yeah, it's good to see. I, I think if if it, I would I would have loved to see this game. Obviously, the the, the Hamlin situation, you know, didn't give us this game, and I'm glad he's doing health. He's healthy and, and back now. 
I wish both teams were at full strength like they were at that game, so it'd be a little bit more fun. I think Buffalo finds a way to get it done. It's really hard to go to Buffalo this time of year and win. For sure, I took the plus five Cincinnati just because I like I like taking people when you're giving me points. I'm like I think the Bengals. I think Joe five. Burrow keeps it close. Like you never doubt Joe Burrow. Like, and we've seen wild. we've seen Josh Allen throw some bad interceptions, mm-hmm. and he had a bad fumble in this last game. For that, last, that last one, one, do you have a drum roll? Do we have a drum roll for the last one, Mike? Not for the Cowboys. Oh, there's no other game. Because I'm because yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a hater. <laughs> he can't even give me a drum roll. No, <laughs> it's my no, show. You're here. the producer. Play not no. here. <laughs> not here. But the Cowboys. Uh, it's a if this game was at a neutral site. <laughs> It'd be dead even. They're giving the, the Niners three and a half points at home, which if you put it at a neutral field, you get three points for just being at home itself, which Vegas is telling you this game's going to be close. Very close. I'm still, hey, man, I'm taking Cowboys all day. I'm going to stick behind what I said. They will outrun the 49ers. They will win. Otherwise, a cold ice shower on me <laughs> here on the Insiders. I kind of want to just cheer for the 49ers because of that. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go 49ers now just, just for that moment. All I've right. been taking 49ers. I took that line, too. Niners are going to win by more than three and a half Ooh. points. I'm taking Ooh. taking Niners. Now. I think it could be a blowout. I think the Dallas oh, Cowboys oh. aren't showing up in this game. It's going to be a, a, a blowout in the divisional matchup. Two things can be true. The future is now, and at the same time, the future very bright as we look ahead here to these playoffs games no look no further by the way i'm reading this here nfl communications they send me nice press releases that i get to read sound like i know what i'm talking about all right check this out though you look at this 29 year old dak prescott he is the oldest starting quarterback remaining in contention for the super bowl in fact the average age of of the eight starting quarterbacks this week take a guess what is the average age of the quarterbacks 26 close 25 25 Well, it was almost 26. It's actually 25 years, 278 days. And that's how things are looking. It's the youngest group since the league began divisional playoffs with the 1970 merger. All eight starting quarterbacks in the divisional round are under 30 years old. That's just the second time that it's ever happened. Thank you, Tom Brady, for not getting it. And it also occurred in the 2004 postseason. So a little bit of nuggets there for you as we start to close out here on the show today. And uh, excited about that. I'm, I'm looking forward to see what happens on this one. This is one of my favorite rounds of, of, of the year. This, there's always some really, really good football games, and I think the Sunday night game with, with, with your boys are, is, is going to be probably the best one of the weekend. Well, for a seventh consecutive, consecutive season, two teams that advanced to the divisional playoffs that missed the postseason the year before. What are those two teams? Giants. And? Cowboys. Jacksonville. So those are your two teams that have advanced, and uh, could one of those be a uh, remarkable match? I don't know. We'll see what happens. But it's a little bit of nuggets for you here to, to wrap up the show. And we do have the winner, by the way, of those Monster Jam. I'm going to give those away. Just drew a random number on that text line. And Mr. Jason Link out of Moorhead, you are correct. You are the winner. You know what that's off of? That is correct. <laughs> No. What is that? It's off uh, Billy Billy Madison. Oh, Billy Madison. Billy yes, Madison. it's right. Yes, you know, well, the yes, teacher yes. was in the tent with him, but that the te- he didn't. Correct. He was like Spanish the Armada. The bus driver. It yes. was the bus driver yes. now teaching him instead of instead of the teacher because he didn't know Spanish Armada. But when the bus driver was there, he knew the answer. That is correct. And then he took off his shirt. But please don't do that on this show. <laughs> don't worry, I'm not going to. The horse cam is visible, and you do not want to see this Texas white boy that's low in vitamin D deficiency, by the way, because I don't go outside. I have to take a supplement now for the vitamin mm-hmm. D. Appreciate everybody joining us one final time. I do want to also give away, how about some more Oral Roberts basketball tickets? Basketball. How do you say it, Mike? Micah? Basketball? Basketball? Basketball tickets here for Oral Roberts. All you got to do is be the third caller. I'm feeling generous today. Be the third caller. As we wrap up the show, all you got to do is text us. You can get these tickets for Thursday night. We will give them away to you. Give us a call. 
trying to get the number. I should know it by heart, and I do. 701-476-1660. Caller number three. We'll get those tickets. Cole, thanks for being here. Been a fun one today. Appreciate it. Always a good time. We'll wrap it up. Hey, make a difference out there, Bison Nation. Somebody needs you. Give that word of encouragement. Provide some support. I guarantee someone needs you. Until tomorrow, horns up and go Bison. The six-pack and a pound is now $2 off at Taco John's. But what's the right occasion to enjoy six? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.